The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here in the Pirate Radio studios, which, man, these studios have been bustling today. You can tell it's football season. We got a packed show for you coming up on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. You're tuned in on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. We are online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. And you can watch this program, The Brian Bailey Show, our post-practice interviews. All of our media day interviews are available there. Just make sure you're, you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on youtube and you can check all that out we got a ton of content for you if you missed it over the weekend uh we've got a uh, ton of interviews with pirate players and coaches and mike houston's entire press conference as well available for you there on youtube all right we got got a packed show today coming up in about 20 minutes or so we'll hear from a couple of pirate linebackers xavier smith and bruce bivens join us uh, inside the pirate players lounge pirate radio players lounge you got Smith and Bivens on the way in hour one. Hour two, Troy D went one on one with Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed, and CJ Johnson. You'll hear those interviews coming up in hour two of today's show. And then in the five o'clock hour, Troy D and I will talk to Holden Nailers and DJ Ford. That's coming up in the five o'clock hour. So our players are back today, and we'll hear what they had to say about scrimmage number two and uh, looking ahead to Appalachian State. We are week and a half away from kicking things off at bank of america stadium also joining us on today's show the big man on campus jeff nadu folks the football starts this saturday i know a lot of people aren't aware of that but week zero begins on saturday we'll break down uh illinois nebraska ucla hawaii those games coming up this weekend we'll talk about that with jeff nadu Bo bats We'll put a smile on our face coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll talk to Bobo. We'll get his thoughts on Pirate Football. And Double B, Brian Bailey, coming off week one of Touchdown Friday, will join us to talk ECU football, high school football, his Cowboys, and more. Man, what a show. Chandler Honeycutt is here. Hello, Chandler. What's up, Clipper? The big dog coming off a big wrestling weekend here as well. And Jonathan Ellerby joins me to kick things off here on a Monday. Hello, Jonathan. I feel like I've been here 30 minutes. You okay? It's been a long day. That was a long intro. Yeah. yeah, Busy, busy, busy times. And uh, it hit hit me in real time when I flipped my calendar over to make a note for next week for something. And I looked at Thursday and I had to go ahead and write in game day. It's it's official now that uh, we're 10 days away. And uh, the excitement and the uh, realness of Pirate Football 2021 is on the way. Next Thursday, we'll be with you 3.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to the 7.30 kickoff. And we have a big announcement about the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show uh, coming up very shortly as well. Uh, so that is on the way, LRB. This is game week eve 
if you will. Yeah, and I mean, as you said, week zero uh, gets underway this this week. So I mean, uh, you'll turn on a game if you're around a TV, right? Hundred yeah, percent. I mean, it, it, I mean, it gets to the time of year where it's great. Uh, I mean, you have a TV in your kitchen or something. You 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 find a ESPN or a channel that's carrying multiple games, and you'll leave it on. You'll walk by it, and then occasionally you'll uh, when you have time and you lock in on your couch, you'll uh, you'll watch it. So I look forward to the big man. He uh, he's uh, he's been delivering some good gambling picks lately, according to. Some of my friends that have been listening and following, so uh, might want to start dialing into the big man, especially if you're maybe going to do some friendly wagering this uh, college and NFL football season. He he's got a read on UCLA Hawaii. We'll see see if he still feels that way when we talk to him later on this hour. As uh, we are on the air now, there is live sports going on. It is the final round of the Northern Trust, and Harold Varner the third needs a uh, good tournament here to advance in the playoffs and he is having just that right now hv3 is tied for 11th 12 under par he is even par on the day and uh in fact he is done uh for the day that is incorrect he is through seven so he's still got uh some holes to go harold right now at 12 under par that means he is four shots back of the leader so still in contention ellery yes to win this dang thing but even if he doesn't he uh has done enough right now uh, you know minus a meltdown here to advance to the next stage of the playoffs next week yeah and the uh hurricane or tropical storm kind of threw uh sunday for a loop so no no sunday golf and uh finishing on monday kind of like a nascar event here so uh good luck to hv3 maybe he can get that top 10 finish or who knows he gets smoking hot may uh, get up towards the leader who's only at uh, minus 16 right now yeah john rom tony finau right now tied at the top of the leaderboard at 16 under par all right it was a uh, really fun saturday we had the scrimmage we had a uh, equipment sale which uh, shirley rhodes who uh, hopefully will join us tomorrow on the program was able to check out and also the big dog found a couple of finds at the uh, the equipment sale ellerby and then we had media day and uh, it was a lot of fun it was a a fast moving event but we were able to talk to a lot of pirate coaches and players and wanted to recap some of that right now and uh, let's start with steve shankweiler who uh, has been around so long, has had a lot of success as an O-line coach. And every O-lineman you talk to that he coached loves the guy, respects the guy. And I asked Coach Shank how he's been able to relate to all these players throughout the generations. And uh, he gave me a fantastic answer. Here's Steve Shankweiler on relating to players on Saturday at Media Day. Late to the yeah, maybe I, you, you might need to ask them. Um, you know, I, I think I think you know, and, and I appreciate Phoenix. He, he's 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 such a good person. Um, I, I think really, the kids want the same thing. I, I don't think. Yeah, there's there's different things. Uh, the this generation's this or this gener- But the reality is, they all want to be coached hard. They all want a chance to succeed. You know, and they all want somebody to believe in them. And you know how you how you filter that to them may change over time, but the core values of coaching or teaching and students or players that remains the same. You know uh, they all want to be successful, and and if they trust you, then uh, you can coach them pretty much the way you always have. I thought that was a great answer, LRB, and, and for a guy that's been in it as long as he has to continue to have the success uh, that he's had over the years, he. He knows what he's doing, and 
yeah, you, the, the players kind of change, the generations change, but at the end of the day, the, the core values, everything they do is the same over yeah, time. Absolutely. Core principles, core values is, is the absolute same. Uh, the kids may listen to different music or be into different things, video games now versus what he was dealing with 30 years ago when he was at ECU, but uh, certainly in uh, Coach Shank, just been consistent too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've interviewed him under multiple staffs now and, uh, and just a solid coach, a guy that knows how to coach the offensive line and and, uh, certainly a great asset to this football program and uh, a guy that's got a wealth of football knowledge and that offensive line's got to be uh, huge this year to help protect Holton Aylers. Ellerby, the most uh, maybe interesting man on the team is a man. He is Luke Larson mm-hmm. uh, almost 30 years old. Uh, he was older than some of the coaches I think <laughs> at one point when he first got here like a year or so ago. Well, I'll say at the time he came in, he was older than Lincoln Riley when he was here. Right. <laughs> as offensive coordinator. Um, yeah, he probably is older than a few of the coaches. He is a punter from Australia and man, I had a uh, a great chat with him. How did he get here? Why ECU? Why decide to do this in his upper 20s? So make sure you check out the whole interview. But uh, we wrapped it up talking about the fake punt last year, the the SMU game, which kind of it got the team fired up and just led to them steamrolling yes. the Mustangs. And uh, he looked back at that play, and uh, here's Luke Larson on that fake punt. To be honest, I ran on, I looked up at the scoreboard, and I saw fourth and eight, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to run this one, just hold it as long as possible. Uh, I'd watched a bit of film on SMU, and I knew that they were going to try and set up a return against my type of punt that I was going out there to perform. And I just thought that, you know, Xavier Smith was in front of me. He'd be able to block the one guy that was out. I took three steps and there was no one out there. So I thought, you know what, head down, let's go for it. If you don't make it, you're getting deported. So we made it and that, that, you know, the, rest is, the rest is history. We'll, we'll see you next time. He has not been deported, Ellerby. Still on the roster, still ready to go. Hey, that's uh, maybe Tim Dow should adopt that. Hey. We're going for the fake punt. You don't make it, you're getting deported. That's why John Young's on the roster. I know. That's what if, what yeah. he, what if he looks at John Young and says that. What do you mean get deported? <laughs> Where is he? Send, <laughs> yeah. He's sending him to Australia. Yeah. So, uh, what a great answer. What a, what a fun guy. Fun interview. Speaking of fun guys, Justin Chase and uh, was there with Avery Jones and the two offensive linemen. Justin Chase, LRB, wants to... Uh, come by the studio because his family uh, has a couple of radio stations. They're involved in Christian radio. Oh, okay. So he has a background uh, doing voice stuff and talking. So Justin was very interested in what we do. Um, we talked about that, but also Audio Matosho, LRB wide receiver, has gone vegetarian. He dropped that bomb on me on Saturday. How long is he into this? Uh, it's uh, pretty recent, he said, because I asked him about coming from california to north carolina does he like barbecue he said yes but recently he's gone no meat so kind of a weird answer i had yes i like it but no but, but I'm, not. I'm not eating it uh so i asked the big fellas uh the offensive lineman justin chase and avery jones uh if they're still eating meat and uh here's what justin chase had to say uh yeah you know <laughs> you know i'm on, I'm, on, I'm on a diet which one you know, eating pork chops. <laughs> yeah, so I support the swine industry of North Carolina. Yes, sir. There's, uh, just, those guys were a lot of fun. Check out that interview. We uh, we had them as a tag team, Justin Chase and Avery Jones. Uh, great personality on uh, Justin Chase there. So uh, that's good to know that our offensive linemen are eating pork and 
Yeah, really don't want them on the carrot stick diet. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Rick DeBrew's a pretty rocked up guy, according to Mike Houston. Uh, I asked Coach Houston if there was a weightlifting uh, Olympic event, who he would send from ECU. He said Rick DeBrew. And, you know, uh, Rick DeBrew's a pretty rocked up guy. Yes, he is. And I asked Rick uh, what he thought about that statement. Uh, could he win the weightlifting event in the Olympics? Here's uh, Rick DeBrew. I don't know. It, it, it depends on what the specifically, you know, the the challenge is. If it's if it's squat, then yeah, yeah, I got him. He's a squat man, Ellerby. Rick DeBrew sounds like a wrestling name. I could feel like hit some music and then have Mike Houston say what he just said. I mean, it just kind of feels like he could make a stone cold entrance. He is a pretty intimidating dude too. He's uh, he's the kind of guy you want on the defensive line. I enjoyed my chat with Rick DeBrew, Elijah Morris, Keaton Mitchell. Uh, all the coaches as well you can find all that and we'll serve it up here to you in audio form uh throughout the week on pirate radio but uh check out the videos too and uh, it, it was it was a different event than past years lrb of course last year was there an event i think it was just some zoom stuff yeah but in previous years we've had a little more time to kind of float around talk to the guys this year it was it was somewhat rushed but it just allowed us to to go three to four minutes with each player and uh they, they had fun with it. We had a lot of fun, and I uh, really enjoyed Saturday. They introduced you to the player, then they turned over the hourglass, and they're like, all right, <laughs> yeah. begin. Yep, your time starts now. So uh, check out those videos. That was a lot of fun. Uh, another big uh, event over the weekend, Chandler Honeycutt wasn't here Friday. It's because he was calling Whiteville High School football, Ellerby? Yeah, Whiteville. Whiteville. How does it, it go, Chandler? How do you say it? How do you say it? Whiteville. You do oh, not. Yes, I do. No, you no, don't. That is, that's not how they say it. Whiteville. Well, yeah, Whiteville. Wi- yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to hear a Chandler Honeycutt touchdown call, Ellery? I'd love to. <laughs> Let's hear it. Chandler Honeycutt on the call Friday night for the Whiteville Wolfpack. Wilson will work out of the shotgun. He's got Shipman to his right. He's going to take it off himself, though. He's got room. Oh, here goes Zion Wilson. 50, 40, 30, 20. Guess what, folks? 10, 5. Touchdown, Wolfpack. Zion Wilson. 70-yard scamper. This is what it does when you start winning in the trenches. This is when it starts showing up. Mala, there goes that man. Zion Wilson takes it 70 yards to the house. <laughs> wow. Well done there. Good call, Chan, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Chandler Honeycutt there. Whiteville picking up the win, right, Chandler? 54-13. to 13. Chandler, unfortunately, couldn't finish the game. What it happened? was one of those deals where it got moved to the next day uh, due to weather. There was some off-and-on lightning, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So We thought there was going to be a delay earlier in the game. They ended up playing it, and then about halfway through the third quarter, they called the game. It was about 10.30, and uh, they they decided to uh, continue the game the next morning, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. So I had things to do. My color analyst had things to do. You already had your the money The producer call. did not want to be at uh, – the, the producer lives like an hour away from the studio, so he was like – and you know we we just decided we could not do they the game, it. So. speaking of lightning i mean that kid was moving pretty fast you know, oh, he, was, he was he's, at the 50 the 40 quick. the 30 the 10 i mean was he moving that fast you were i was uh, having to catch up with him I mean, he was that fast <laughs> okay i mean it was uh it was a, an aggressive call there i mean he, he was running the fast uh, 50 yard dash there just anyway. one uh pitt county team victorious uh on friday night ellerby congratulations to ron cook we had him on pirate radio a couple weeks ago new head coach out of farmville central jaguars picking up a big win conley lost rose lost aiden grifton lost uh, uh conley will be back at it coming up this friday night right here on pirate radio by the way 
um the uh the game sounded crystal clear friday night one yes to, to point that out i mean alan vick and you know coach maloney do a great job but now you can hear them crystal clear friday nights here on pirate radio it sounded awesome yeah wes hans doing a great job yeah. producing that uh friday night football and morgan aylers had a great show on friday as well with the high school huddle so uh lots of good stuff going on pirate radio no doubt it is uh it's football season this is what we do have mike houston on with brian bailey earlier today you can check that out if you missed it coming up at six o'clock here on pirate radio and LRB, next time we talk to you next monday it will be game week. yes uh, i guess uh go home this weekend get your game face on and be ready to rock and roll remember the bobby night where you talked about what the, just, just, just put your game face on what's a game face <laughs> Dude, that's one of the all-time great videos oh, yeah. bobby knight talking about a game face love it love of course it, then love he broke out a whip and threw a chair and did a bunch of other crap but. yeah there there are aren't they working on a documentary on him for like 30 for 30 or something or there's already been one uh there's a new one coming out which stupid espn should have had this out in july when nothing's going on but in september they're coming out with the uh 86 was it was mitts yeah that with uh, amazing Mets. doc straw what lenny dykstra was he on those teams mm-hmm. keith hernandez like mookie they won mookie wilson they won games but also were like rock stars i think uh i think it's well documented gooden and strawberry were were like legendary new york fixtures at uh, a lot of different areas and uh and they've already done a 30 for 30 on just those two in particular and right. now they're doing the, the whole team nails lenny dykstra is quite a story i mean i i remember watching a watching a story on him one time and it was just it, it stood out it was just amazing of, of the, his ups and downs in the world of of life and he is still uh I don't know if nut jobs a nice way to put it. I don't, is he behind bars? I mean, he, I think he's out. He's out now. Okay, he, I know he's he went, on social media. He went bankrupt at one point, yeah. and then after he was being as the next uh, Bernie Madoff, I guess, making all this money or not making all this money in the stock market. Ellerby enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, look, football look up, is here. Well, they got to make room for the athletes, man. What, man, what, what 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 a fun Monday these are. I hope people enjoy these uh, player lounge interviews we have every uh, Monday with these seven guys. Coming up next, Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens. We will talk to the linebackers. Uh, first day of class for those gentlemen. So they uh, they've been practicing. They got the pirate Student radio athletes. interviews. They got the uh, the classroom. They're doing it all right now. Things are getting busy. Playing football, going to school. They're working. They're they're doing it all. Uh, we will hear from X and Bruce when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We're back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it visit tommy's express car wash today now let's head back into pirate radio live Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Been a, uh, like I said, busy day here at the Pirate Radio Studios with the players coming by. It's part of the uh, Pirate Radio Players Lounge. Also, uh, Terry Gallagher, former Pirate, of course, uh, fifth quarter caller. Uh, he dropped by the studios earlier today. I was doing an interview, but I saw him talking to Ellerby earlier. Also, shout out to uh, Robert Matthews, a uh, loyal listener. 
who dropped by a Carolina Disco Turkeys hat for me. It was nice. And uh, I appreciate that, Robert. And uh, I'm a hat collector. The weirder, the better. And this might be the weirdest one I own at this moment. So uh, he gave me, uh, he brought that by today. I'll have to break it out and show you what it looks like later on the show. That's what I love about minor league baseball is the weird names that they bring. Yeah. And that's definitely one of them. And this is one of the weirdest. This is uh, the Disco Turkeys are a member of the All-American Amateur Baseball Association. They play uh, in Winston-Salem as they uh, share that facility. So Carolina Disco Turkeys. I'll be rocking that uh, at some point in the future. All right. uh, Also, Mike Mullis just continues to be the biggest curmudgeon. He's a Tony Finau guy. We talk about Tony Finau. Tony Finau tied with John Rahm for the lead in this tournament where they're uh, playing the final day today. And I said, Finau locked in. And he said, Jinx. That's all he responded with. Jinx. Come on, son. Son, you don't talk about son, it. Son, you don't jinx. In round four, you don't talk about how they're doing until they're in the clubhouse. I don't know how your parents raised your son, but uh, they didn't teach you how to jinx. Were you raised in a barn? Shut the damn door. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> coming up later on in the show, uh, we got Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed, CJ Johnson. That's in hour two, hour three, Holton Nailers and DJ Ford. But right now, you'll hear uh, the interview uh, I did earlier today with Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens as they drop by the Pirate Radio Studios earlier today. Here are the linebackers inside the Players' Lounge. All right, back inside the Pirate Radio Studios with ECU linebackers Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens inside the Players' Lounge here on Pirate Radio Live. Fellas, welcome to the show. Xavier, how you doing, man? Doing good. How's everybody? Hey, we're great. Bruce, good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. And uh, you guys are in a good mood today. Well, maybe not because of class starting, but it sounds like the defense won again in uh, the second scrimmage of fall camp. I know you all are going to say that's true, but but that's legit true, right? You guys had a good day Saturday? I mean, I agree that the defense won. Uh need to talk to Coach Hughes and get that trophy. But I think we did a pretty good job defensively for a second time. Bruce, how'd you feel? And and again, you guys, how much did you guys play in the uh the scrimmage on uh, Saturday? Not too much. Um obviously Coach Houston was trying to, you know, take care of our list, take care of the old guys and stuff. So I mean we, we got our reps, we got out there, competed and did what we had to do. It was pretty fun. Um, but it it was evident that the defense did win. So, and it's uh, th- that's a compliment to you guys that he wants to save you for the regular season. So part of you probably wants to get out there and make plays. Yeah. The other part of you is like, well, well, you know, I know my spot on this team, right? Is yes, there? Yeah. Bruce, uh, let's talk about uh, what you guys did well and, and the younger guys that you were on the sidelines watching at the linebacker position. Who stu- stepped up at that position? Uh, I mean, pretty much everyone. I mean, uh, everybody on the defense is doing a good job on, you know, playing their role and doing what they have to do to, you know, contribute to the team. So, like, everybody's improving. Uh, everybody's improving in my room. The, I mean, in our room, the linebackers' room, every room. So, I mean, everybody's doing what they have to do to contribute to, you know, us playing good. So, Xavier, how much, how physical are your practices? I guess the fall camp portion, once you get into the regular season portion, it'll probably get a little lighter. But how physical is this fall camp for you guys? Uh, I mean, it was pretty physical because, like I said, like this team, there's a whole lot more talent, a whole lot of – mental and physically tougher guys on this roster right now so practice is much harder than not harder but when it comes to a physical standpoint it is much tougher than it has been in the past because you know guys have that mentality you know the iron sharper iron mentality so every day at practice we're just going at it 
You guys have a, a guy at the defensive end position, Jeremy Lewis, who played both ways in high school down the road at South Central. Yeah. Uh, was a tight end here, and, and now has moved to the defensive side. You can relate to that, Xavier, coming in uh, early on. And they moved you to tight end, and, and we're far removed from that now, Xavier. But what, what do you remember about that time? How, how awkward was that for you trying to learn that position? I mean, it wasn't necessarily awkward. It was just different <laughs> to say the least because I played running back in high school so I was familiar with the offensive side of the ball but I'm gonna be real college playing tight end was was not what I was expected <laughs> you know I have a couple memories good and bad you know I remember getting put on my butt for the first time and how embarrassing that was and I remember catching my first pass and I remember how exciting that was so yeah. I definitely understand like how Jerem like <laughs> feels both sides like there's good and bad to each but I'm glad Jerem's on the defensive, ball, de- defensive side of the ball. I'm glad I'm back on defense. So and it you, all worked out. Yeah, you went from tight end to ECU's leading tackler, like in a year span, I believe. And uh, so you feel more comfortable, more at home uh, at your linebacker spot? Yeah, I mean, naturally, I like being on the defensive side of the ball, but I just show up to work every day and just try to put my best foot forward. You know, I have good guys with me like Bruce. We all push each other. You know, we all trying to compete with each other. And, like, we have talks about, like, our future goals and stuff so you know guys in that room we just work together to try to obtain those goals bruce when's the last time you got a ball on the offensive side i guess what running back in high school what'd you do in high school middle school i mean school. i didn't even play offense in high school uh, the last time i touched the ball was well the last time i touched the ball in high school is when i caught a interception and i yeah. took it to the house for a pick <laughs> six so i mean i said that about last year too yeah, yeah. So there you go. last time i touched the ball last year i caught an interception so i mean that's that's as close to offense as i'll get <laughs> xavier how uh we talked about you being a home and linebacker but at what <laughs> linebacker spot outside or inside i got you doing a little bit of both this year right i mean right now i'm handling it pretty well you know playing two positions because i'm already comfortable at linebacker and then i know the ins and outs of most of the parts of the defense so just going down there and like learning a new position just being able to add that different weapon for offenses to scheme up i feel like it's a good thing to do uh but how's uh one day of class going for you guys what classes uh have you taken so far i only had <laughs> one class and i was just stressed trying to find parking today there was so many people out here i drove to the parking deck packed tried to drive to Minji's. Didn't feel like walking, so I was like, all right, let me try to find somewhere closer. But luckily, I found a spot. Can't tell you where I parked, but uh, I got me a spot. Xavier's special spot. You can't tell anybody that. Bruce, uh, everything going good your way? Yeah, everything going good. My my story is pretty pretty similar to yeah. Xavier. I, I mean, I drove up here. The parking deck was packed. You know, I was almost late to my class, just trying to find somewhere to park. So, I mean... It was pretty hectic this morning, I mean, but it's still it's good to be back on campus and, you know, get to interact with people and stuff. What are you guys uh, majoring in again? Communications. Communications. The, okay. Yeah. And uh, it was, let's see, uh, Justin Chase, he uh, told me on Saturday his family has a background in radio, mm-hmm. and uh, they, I think family runs a few radio stations, and he's a, he's a big, uh, you know, voice guy, radio guy, oh, like, yeah. like yourself, Xavier. Sure. You, you seem to be a natural at it, and Bruce... 
I heard you talk about this last Monday with Troy <laughs> that like people look at you. You look like a, a linebacker. Like you got that demeanor. But uh, you also got a, a light side to you, too, I do. right? Yeah. I do. You don't like to show it. You don't like to smile a lot, but, I mean, you're smiling right now. I mean, I, like, <laughs> like, I do like to laugh and stuff, and I don't know. Like, that's just my personality. I'm more, yeah. like, kind of reserved a little bit, but I do like to I do like to laugh and be goofy and stuff. So <laughs> don't, let, don't let the, you know, the appearance fool you. Yeah, and, uh, and that's kind of what we're doing here on Pirate Radio Live, letting you know. Uh, these guys as people and uh, let's talk about Appalachian State how much have you guys started to look at what they do offensively uh, we well we already watched been watching film I know me personally I watch film off to the side but today is when we narrow down the game plan and like get what calls we're taking in the game week and stuff like that so really today is when we're gonna know more about that and Bruce it, it, how different is that this year to last year? You guys barely knew who Blake Carroll was last year because you didn't get a, a real offseason with him. But this year, as far as Xavier's talking about the calls, the plays, you know, the checks, all that stuff, how easier is that that you've had a full offseason with Coach Harrell? Um, it, it's super easy because, you know, I had a time to adapt to the, to the to the defense and stuff like that. Like I said in the past, I mean, I've learned multiple different defenses from multiple different coaches. And to have a second, have a second year under my belt um, with him is pretty good. I mean, anybody will say that. Anybody will say the same thing. Like it, it's good because you you get to adapt to like what you what you've been learning. How excited are you guys to play? Uh, what you've done it before, but open up the season at NFL Stadium. Does that get a little extra juices flowing? I mean, I just come ready to play. No matter where it is, yeah, it doesn't matter where it is. <laughs> NFL Stadium, College Stadium, High School. Field, you know, I'm just ready to work. Yeah. Bruce, we still playing ball, man. Yeah, and fans can be there. So, so does it matter that they put in a new turf? Do you prefer turf or grass, or or do you care? I like grass. Yeah, personally. Yeah, I'm not I, a fan of turf. I mean, honestly, don't matter. Honestly, it don't matter to me because I mean. You know, we just we gonna end up playing regardless. So, I mean. once again, uh, sounds like the defense won for a second straight scrimmage, and that's a lot of momentum heading into this season. How excited are you guys, and how confident are you that uh, we're gonna see a, a strong pirate defense in twenty twenty one? I mean, without a doubt, I know that you guys are gonna see a tremendous jump from last year defensively. Uh, you know, guys, like I said, we have that second year of knowing the same defense. You know, none of us. Well, I know for a fact. No one on like current roster had an uh, ability to do that before. So this is really good for everybody having the same defense, you know, really just learning and focusing on the small details of the call rather than just like learning what to do. I feel like that's a big difference and it can translate to the field. And Bruce, your last ride, you were, uh, and, and you played great football over the years. <laughs> I think you were playing some of your best at the tail end of last year. So you're looking to carry that over into this season. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, I had a I had a bumpy road, you know, dealing with some injuries and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm just happy to get another year, you know, year two under the defense and like a different mentality and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm really excited. We're we're really excited collectively. So, uh, let's get it going. Bruce, you uh, said last week you like to fish, right? Yeah. You're talking about hobbies. How about sports wise? You're a Texas guy. So, who's your uh, NFL team? Um, honestly, I. I mean, I I'm not no Texas fan because I really don't I don't like the Texans or the Cowboys. But that's what I like I, to hear. Like when it come down to sports and stuff, like I'm more of a player player okay. type of guy. Like if my favorite player on on a team or something, like that's 
that's how you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Who's uh, what linebackers do you like to watch and and not you know maybe model your game after or, or who do you who do you enjoy watching? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like, I mean, Ray Lewis he he's retired, but like, when he was playing, I used to watch his games all the time. I love the way he play. I love the passion he brings to the game. But like as of now, like I'll say like Devin White, Levante David, players like that. Like there there's some good exciting linebackers and great players to watch. And uh okay, I don't know where Stafford is, Xavier, but I'm a Washington <laughs> fan. Is that maybe Northern you a Washington football team fan? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I figured absolutely not. <laughs> Who you like? I'm a Patriots fan. I was born in New Hampshire, so Okay. Yeah, that stuck with me. So you're not a bandwagoner, you got an no, excuse? I am. I'm a loyal fan. Cam and company coming back strong this year? Hopefully. I mean, I have much time to really look at NFL stuff because I've been busy with this stuff. Yeah, it's, but, fun. it's funny you say that. Donnie Kirkpatrick is a Washington fan, and I remember early on, like years ago, I'd go out there and say, hey, Coach, did you watch the game? And he was like, what game? Yeah. It was like, Washington, you know, where you're a fan. He's like, man, I don't have time to watch that yeah. stuff. So, like, you guys are so locked in, you really don't get to enjoy football, I guess, uh, as far as watching, right? Yeah, not like NFL stuff. I remember I used to be a big NFL guy until I came to college and that was like college the NFL so I just like watch college games things like that. Good deal. Xavier Smith, Bruce Bibbins joining us. So you got uh, one more week before game week gets here and it is an early game week with the game being on Thursday. So what are you guys trying to fine tune I guess this final week and a half uh, as you get ready for App State? Um, Go ahead, Bruce. Oh, shoot. Anything that we, anything that we need to like to, to make sure you know, we, we play our best football. So, I mean, I feel like that that answer that I just gave you, you know, kind of sums it all up. I mean, there's no 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 direct answer on, on what we need to do. It's, you know, like it's a, gen, it's a general thing. Like, one, it, like yeah, you know, so I'm, it I'm sounds sorry, like, I'm trying to. I'm no, trying it to sounds like if you had a game like tomorrow, you'd be ready to go, basically. Yeah. Like, you're fine tuning things, but. Everything's in and all set. Is that right, Xavier? Yeah, but for me, it's, it's a little bit different because, you know, I have to play two positions. Yeah. So, for me, it's just, like, tightening up on, like, the little things. I'm making mistakes on, like, first step, stance, alignment, and then, like, transitioning back to linebacker, you know. Like, sometimes I get, like, a little mixed up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is what I have for rush. This is what I have for linebacker. And then when I'm back deep at rush, I'm like, am I at linebacker? And sometimes I have a little brain fart, but... <laughs> Just like narrowing down and just focusing on the job I have to do is what I'm trying to focus on right now. That's a good point, learning that new position. Bruce, you've been around so long. I always hear you guys talk about the game slowing down. It's got to be pretty slow for you right now, right? (laughs) You can read everything going on. So, Xavier, Bruce, uh, great to have you guys hanging out in the Pirate Radio Players Lounge. We'll talk to you guys uh, next Monday. Have a great week. Thank you, Hope you find a parking spot. (laughs) I already got one. Can't tell you that. (laughs) All right. Thanks for having us. There is Bruce Bibbins, Xavier Smith, Pirate linebackers, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll be with those guys uh, each and every Monday. Coming up later on in today's show, you'll hear from Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed, and C.J. Johnson. Also, Holt Naylor's and D.J. Ford. Got that and a lot more on the way on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We will take a timeout, come back when we return. Jeff Nadeau, the big man on campus, joins us to get you ready for week zero of college football. That's right. I don't really understand it. Why is there a week zero? I don't know, but it's real football. And there are games on this Saturday. We'll talk about some of those games when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provi- provider of Pirate Radio for 18 years. Let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Thank you, Chandler Honeycutt. couple things I found out during that break. Curb Your Enthusiasm returns to HBO in October for those interested. Also, the announcers for the Duke's Mayo Classic Game 1 Uh, have been announced as espn uh, has rolled out their announcers and their full schedule for the um the first week of the college football season and i'm like looking at this and i'm holding back tears it's so beautiful uh but doing the uh east carolina appalachian state game next thursday 7 30 on espnu mike cousins and dustin fox can't say i'm familiar with those guys but they'll be calling the action chandler how about this so week zero is saturday and then you think well we have to wait till thursday for another football game not so fast my friend next wednesday night september 2nd while we're at trivia football sports trivia at ajv murphy's it's the montgomery kickoff uab versus jacksonville state on espn wow i mean i'm pumped for that game jacksonville state is that no, 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 that's not Dion, is it? No, he's Jackson. Jackson, Jackson State. Yeah. Huh. So there you go. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So football this Saturday, a Did, game next Wednesday. Does Week Zero ruin the actual kickoff to football? No. Re- well, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to watch this Saturday, but I am super jacked up for Week One. And I was right. looking through those that slate of games. It's a, it's an appetizer. I mean, you know. Yeah. To get you ready for get you, it. Get you ready a little bit. A little bit. But um that week 1 lineup is awesome and it's all day Saturday. Sunday you've got a few games including Notre Dame Florida State and then Monday September 6th uh Ole Miss Louisville. So it just doesn't stop. It it starts and and never never ends. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful thing. Let's talk about Week Zero right now with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, who joins us on the Fixed NC Live line. Big man, how you doing on this Monday? Pretty good, Clip. How are you? Hey, man, we're doing great. We are fired up. ECU coming off their second uh, fall camp scrimmage. We've had the players in studio today, and uh, we'll have more coming up on that. So we're, we're fired up for some football here about a week and a half away as the Pirates get underway next Thursday. But there is some football coming up this Saturday. It is week zero. And, big man, you, you like to, to pick your spots. Just because there's games on, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to uh, have interest in them or, or, you know, pick a game or two. But I know uh, in particular there is one week zero uh, that you have talked about, and that is Hawaii and UCLA. So as we sit here, Jeff, game week, uh, you still feeling good about Hawaii plus uh, all those points against the Bruins? Yeah, I, I didn't end up playing it. I, I don't think it's a game I'm going to get involved in. There's just, I think, a lot of reasoning to believe that, you know, Hawaii is probably a team that could hang around in this game. But, you know, I think when you further inspect it, um, you know, UCLA is going to be improved. I think defensively they're going to be really good. And, 
you know, it's really now or never for Chip Kelly, for the quarterback, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And, you know, I have to wonder, do they just use their athleticism and are just better uh, at home than, than Hawaii is? You know, Hawaii is a team that I think if this were the Nick Rolovich teams, I'd be a little bit more interested, but they're not. Uh, this is a Todd Graham team. Um, so I think it is a lot of points, but when you ask yourself, why are they getting so many points? I think that's where you kind of wonder, is something up here? I feel like it is. It's going to be one of those standalone games. Um, so I ended up not playing this. Um, could that change? Maybe. But um, I'm actually getting more and more interested as, as the week goes on on this uh, this Illinois and, and Nebraska game. Though. I was going to ask you about that, Jeff, and, and Nebraska – pretty much a, a non-factor these days in the Big Ten with all that, that story tradition. And I guess, uh, would you say, Jeff, is it, is it about put-up or shut-up time for Scott Frost or he being a former player, he, he's got more years there no matter what happens? Yeah, it definitely it definitely is time to, to, to do some things here. You know, you have a quarterback in, in Adrian Martinez who, you know, should be able to obviously, you know, do what he needs to do. He was their leading rusher. They didn't have a ton in the backfield, but – you know, this is a year where in that offense, it's finally you can't really say, well, COVID was a problem or, or whatever. Um, they're going to have a good offensive line. They bring back four guys. Um, they've got some kids that, to throw to all of a sudden. Uh, I think this offense should be able to move the football. It's, can they get stops on the defensive end that are really going to be the big question? Uh, and, yeah, I think it, it is put up or shut up time for Scott Frost, surely. Where is uh, where is Illinois in the Big Ten pecking order? How far are they down uh, the list, Jeff? Uh, well, look, I think the future is bright. Um, obviously, this year it'll take a little bit of time. But I'll tell you right now, I, I don't think they're going to be terrible, to be honest. I think you know, offensively, I kind of like where they are. You know, they're always a team that is definitely going to lean on the run game with uh, with, with Brett Bielema, he's a guy that likes to get behind a big offensive line and kind of just, you know, run the football. They have a new offensive coordinator. Um, this is a guy in Brandon Peters, a quarterback, who I think he's getting there. Keep in mind, though, they only threw the ball 42% of the time last year, which is one of the lowest in America, 114th uh, in America. So they're not a team that really threw the football much. And I don't know if that's going to be done this year either. Defensively, I think they have their issues, but I don't think they're uh, like Rutgers a couple of years ago bad, but they're going to have trouble moving the ball, and I think they're going to have trouble stopping as well. Jeff, that new offensive coordinator, a name we know well around here, Tony Peterson, he is uh, a former East Carolina offensive coordinator along with Scotty Montgomery, so not a ton of success here in uh, at East Carolina, but has done well you know, before his stop here, and, and I guess since then too, with uh, at Missouri in 19, but Appalachian State's OC last year. So interested to see what he can do with, with Big Ten talent there in Champaign. Yeah, and, you know, when you look at this game on Saturday, I mean, I, I think you have to really have to look at the under and say, well, you know, okay, I, I kind of like where I sit here. Throw in the fact that both defenses here, you know, they're not great, but I think they're good enough. I think this game's probably first to – you know, 24 wins. I think punters are going to be important here. And, you know, I don't talk about punting much. <laughs> Illinois has a great punter. He's a fifth-year player. Uh, he's one of the best punters in the country. And he's only second to Steve Weatherford at Illinois as far as punting is concerned. This is a good punter. I think he could set them up with some pretty good field position. Brett Bielemon wants to win a lot of 27-24 kind of games, which at this day and age is low scoring in college football. I don't think either team hits 30. 
So I'm kind of having a little bit more interest. I think this one probably gets low 50s, kind of where I have it. Nebraska-Illinois at 1 o'clock on Saturday. It's uh, the first game up the college football season at 3.30. It's that Hawaii-UCLA game Jeff was talking about. By the way, Jeff, that total for that game is at 68. Does that sound about right to you? A lot of points in that Hawaii-UCLA game? Yeah, I, it comes across a bit high, though, really, yeah. really honest uh, with you. I, I would have put it more in, like, the low to maybe, like, 64, something like that. 68 struck a bit high. Obviously, we expect uh, UCLA will put points on the board. But Hawaii, I think, kind of has always had this – we think of them as, like, when Norm Chow was there and they had, you know, Colt Brennan as their quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Chang or Timmy Chang. The... Timmy Chang, yeah, yeah right. I don't know if I put them to that level. And then Rolovich is gone, too. So this is a new offense. Are they the same run and shoot for the most part? But, um, you know, 68 seems a bit high. Plus it's week one, so uh, or week zero, I'm sorry. So I'm not running to, uh, to, to bet either over. I heard you talking uh, last week on Pick Central about UConn and Fresno State. I think a caller called in about it and took Fresno State. It's like 27 and a half. You said it might be. A little too rich for your blood, but you definitely wouldn't side with Connecticut. I'm looking at the the win total, Jeff, I see is two and a half for UConn. And their schedule, they have Holy Cross and Yale. I I mean, I guess they can win those games, right? So it's just a matter of can they beat an FBS opponent? And I guess their best shot would be either Army or UMass. I guess UMass would be the best shot. Uh, Vanderbilt, uh, Middle Tennessee. I don't, you know, UConn, you, you're on one of these with Kansas, right? Where you you just try to win a couple and win a win total. Would you flirt with UConn's uh, win total this year? Uh, well, they didn't play last year, so yeah, I definitely would lean on it. I, I think you know, as far as taking them under, I'd be a lot more inclined to take them under than like a UMass. Look at UMass's schedule and tell me there's not two wins there. I mean, they have I think three games against non. A division one team so um so yeah I, I i think you know they're fun to get involved with but i think kansas is the only one i'm really going to play yeah i will say clip um it, it real quick um you know i'm a big fan of these non-conference uh or fcs versus fcs yeah. games if you remember a couple of years ago i told you that nca and t was going to beat east carolina i believe i told you we that. all remember that jeff yeah I think that was the first year I was ever on your show. It was what, like 2016, I think. It was, uh, yeah, and uh, and you were on it, man. You were on it. Yeah, San Jose is going to absolutely kill Southern Utah. Uh, Southern uh, Utah is, you know, a decent FCS team, but I'm actually really high on San Jose State this year. Uh, I think this group is really, really good. Uh, I think defensively they're going to be nails. Wouldn't surprise me if they shut out Southern Utah. Uh, and San Jose State on offense is very good with a fifth-year quarterback in uh, Nick Starkle. I like that team a lot. I think they have a nice tune-up game here, win, you know, 44-10, something like that. 20 and a half. What a joke of a number. Jeff, we'll dive into uh, more football with you on Thursday. Got some preseason tonight, Jags and Saints. Got Yankees and Braves tonight. Both teams come in winners of nine straight, so something's got to give there, Jeff, as uh, those two teams have been playing some great baseball. That'll be a good one tonight in Atlanta. You, uh, Your eyes on it. And you won some uh, some soccer over the weekend, right, big man? Yeah, 4-0 over the weekend. Nice. Week one of uh, Serie A, I have a play in, in, in play right now uh, on Monday. But, yeah, that's really kind of where my um, 
you know, I take the baseball stuff that I was getting involved in and kind of transfer it to soccer. I probably will have um, – there's some Champions League tomorrow that I'll probably get involved in and uh, some stuff like that. But uh, right now with baseball, it is really uh, a once in a while. And now with football starting, it'll yeah. probably be none. So. Jeff, uh, you can follow Jeff Nadu on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. Also, make sure you check out the Sit Down Podcast if you're a fan of uh, old mafia stories, mafia bosses. He does a great job breaking down the history of mobsters with the Sit Down Podcast. Jeff, anything else before we let you go today? Just, just excited, man. Football yeah. on Saturday will be here. You know, in clip, does it really matter what game? No. Is on? It's Hell no. Nice to see. It's <laughs> not exhibition. It's not arena league. It's not some goofy NFL side league. It's real football that counts. UTEP, New Mexico State, Saturday night, 930. I'll watch every minute of it. Don't care. Hey, baby, I cannot wait. <laughs> Jeff, we'll uh, talk to you Thursday, man. Appreciate your time today. Miners and the Aggies. Take it easy, club. Big man is fired up. I'm fired up. Football on our television screens coming up this Saturday. Let's get a break in. We will come back. Still a ton to go on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Coming up next hour, you will hear from Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed, and CJ Johnson. Double B, Brian Bailey will join us on the show. In the 5 o'clock hour, Troy D and I will talk to Holt Nailers and DJ Ford. We got all that, a giveaway, and coming up next, Bo Bats will join us. Some great dad jokes, some football talk, and some information on the Pitt County Girls Softball League. All coming up with Bo Bats when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with your utility costs. You can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's neighbor-to-neighbor program today. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live, hour number two. We got the uh, big dog, Glenn Griffin, here. Chandler Honeycutt, intern Preslin is here. And Bo Bats joins us. And look at Bo trying to one-up me in the hat game. With a, uh, what is that, Bo? Sugarland? Sugarland Skeeters. Look at that. Good stuff mm. from Bo Bats today. Rocking the uh, the sweet minor league lid. And uh, I think a whole lot of his relatives are in my backyard right now. No so. kidding, man. Yeah. I got some sweet meat, Bo. They love me <laughs> out there. <laughs> you heard that term, right? You got, so you got the sweet meat. Not, not ever associated with you. So. <laughs> Here we go. All right out of the gate. All right, Bo, uh, you're here to talk pirate football, right? Hey, I, I am, and I tell you what, <laughs> it's it's good to have everybody excited and yeah. feel like the program's on the upturn. I, I used to laugh that I would live forever before we'd ever have another good team. 
course, then they got rid of Scotty. And, um, you know, so now now I don't know how long I'm going to live, but at least it's going to be fun. So, yes, sir. We're going to uh, win some ball games this year. Looking forward to that. Bo, uh, you're here talking about the Pitt County Girls Softball League. So what do we got going on? Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot going on. It's uh, I think this is like our about almost our 30th year now, man. believe it or not. And I've been there every one of them and I feel it every day um didn't you like get out and they dragged you back in and all that i don't know if they drug me back in or maybe i just crawled back in (laughs) either way you're there i'm sort of like the guy in the shawshank redemption you know that i actually tunneled back in so (laughs) but no it's you know it's a it's a love of of the league that i have and that's why i stay involved and as long as they you know they think i'm serving a purpose i'll i'll keep doing it and um uh but what we got going on now clip and i appreciate you always giving me the opportunity to to talk about this is registration for fall ball is underway and uh you know this will crank up uh, i think in a couple more weeks in terms of practices and then uh, games i think towards the end of september and usually we give them about a 10 game season for the fall and try to try to wipe it out in a in a five or six week period once game starts so uh anybody interested um you know this is not a little league program or anything this is an independent program that we've put on for coming up on 30 years in the fall so it's open to anybody in eastern north carolina any young lady between four and basically 16 we don't really get them any older than that out here anymore but uh we welcome anybody that's interested, and the easiest way to get your daughter involved is just to go to our website, which is uh, www.pcgsl.org, and we have a new website. Uh, it's done been done very nicely for us by one of the board members, Jeff Buck. It's a really sharp-looking website and uh, easy to navigate, and if I can find things on it, that tells you how easy it is to use. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested, just go on there. You can sign up and uh, get your daughter involved. And it's a it's still a great program, and we'd we'd love to have her out there. And anybody else that's uh, interested, even from within 30, 40 miles, if you're willing to make the drive, we're we're willing to put you on the team. When does the league begin, Bo? I'm thinking, Clip, that the games are going to start towards the end of of September. So okay. they should have two or three weeks to practice and. Uh, get to know each other and get uniforms ordered and that kind of stuff. Um, always interested in sponsors, though. If I could put in a plug for that, um, you never know exactly in fall ball how many you're going to have. So it could be at the last second you need one or two more, and it's it's a whole lot easier to go ahead and have them in hand and 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 just and tell them, hey, we don't need your money as it is to try to go out there and get people to give money. It's only five hundred dollars to sponsor a team for the whole fall season. If you're interested, give me a call, please. Um, my number is 252-714-5485. I've got an email, if you can stand it. It's uh, Bobo Bats Bobo. at gmail.com. I don't know how I ever got that one, but uh, did you set that up yourself, or did your wife do it? I, I obviously I was had been drinking heavily when I set it up, so uh, <laughs> but no, it's a it's a homage to my first birthday. I mean my my first uh, nickname, Bobo. Yes, I was a Bobo before I shortened cut it, it in half, Bo. shortened it in half because of the pressures of reading a second grade book. So, <laughs> uh, Bo, are you? Uh, what about fundraisers? And are you slinging these cards like yeah, always? Yeah, yeah, just. I just gave some cards out to the great people down here at 92.7. Um, 
the uh if you're interested as soon as we put these teams together all the girls will have cards to the discount cards but if you can't wait till then because they are going to run out next week um if you're interested and you want me to bring you some just give me a call once again 714-5485 these are great cards um that we've been doing for years and years it's a great fundraiser for the league but at the same time for five dollars you can save i think it's 26 businesses on this card front and back and the guy that does them for us does a great job and generally if you if you can't find a way to to save some money using this card you are just living inside too much so <laughs> and this thing uh doesn't expire until september of 2022 so you're that, good for an entire that's right. year plus about the same time as me as so, you, uh, <laughs> well i got you way later in the pool we have a pool around here both oh okay to at well, least that's, uh, that's comforting to know that that people are betting on that so the college football playoff might uh said to expand maybe around like 2025 26 i got you at least <laughs> seeing that and then all bets are off i hope so man i just want everybody to survive this never-ending pandemic that's that's what i'm hoping to see is is putting an end to this thing yes sir it is uh and again that is kind of on the back of everybody's minds and maybe on the front of some minds but seeing all the traffic around here good grief seeing the traffic at ag cox middle school uh this morning so i was dropping my daughter off but uh hell it probably was tough for you to get here but with uh everybody on the road in greenville i'm gonna tell you it's gonna take some getting used to it after after having the 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 summer as um as seemingly laid back as it was and traffic free but hey it's it's great to have them back you always get energized when the when the people come back to school it's it's a to me it's very uplifting and and just glad to see them back and and you can tell they're back because there are no bread and no beer in the grocery store so either it's going to snow or yes no they're just back and, they're, they're and back. obviously they've been taught well you got to have beer and you got to have bread so yeah why why bo uh you're a little bit older than me where did the uh i'm a lot older than uh, a few years <laughs> i'm older than everybody like so. when it when it snows or there's like a hurricane or something why bread and milk like why milk specifically why is that the go-to i don't know that's, i tell you like that's stupid to me i don't it's, I have never understood it. I think okay. it's just something the grocery stores promote so ah, that, they, so that they can get rid of all that stuff and then bring it in by the truckload. So <laughs> That's how they get you. We figured it out. Bo Bats joining us. Bo, uh, how did your uh, last season go uh, as far as the Pitt County Girls Softball League? Well, this past year, I, um, I'm i not as, as connected with the league uh, outside of fundraising as I have been in the, in the past, but I do know that they, they did convert to – little league in 2020 Mm -hmm. just in time to have it shut down by the by the covid yeah um but this year we had a full little league season and sent uh i think three or four teams off to uh to play in the uh little league uh playoffs and i know the everybody that went to rocky mount won that district and then um i know our 10 year old team won the state out in the western part of the state i think in rowan county they they actually won the title the 10 year olds so congratulations to them and the eights and the twelves both finished runner-ups so it was a it was a great showing um you know i i'll be honest with you i miss babe ruth just because it, it was my part of my life for 28 years uh-huh. but uh yeah little league's a good organization and uh, hopefully uh, next year you will see us on uh tv our girls will be out there and playing and uh they gave they gave the uh the team from rowan county 
a lot. I mean, it was they were close games, and uh, the hope is next year that they can they can uh, fulfill that promise and make it on TV. And the the fall ball, it's it's competitive, but it's a little more laid back, right? If you have a girl that hasn't played softball, maybe that's a good time to that, get them introduced to the game. You're absolutely correct. Yes, you. Uh, this is where if you've got that young lady who is just wanting to get started or just not 100 percent sure bring her out there it's only two or three months uh, of her time and uh you don't have to spend a whole lot of money to to let her take a try and see if it's something she wants to do um you know as opposed to and it is like like clip just just announced it is a lot less competitive so you know and that's the key we want we're trying to teach them the game and uh yeah you know it gets competitive enough in any organization early enough so you know just come on out and enjoy a lot less pressure bo bats joining us bo you got a uh, golf tournament coming up looks like that's coming up october 58th is that right <laughs> yeah yeah that was some of my great typing <laughs> <laughs> so we don't think anybody else will be having a tournament on october the 58th that we, is your day we think we're pretty safe on that um so what is the actual date of that that shows where i try to always pirate my old files and i didn't uh, <laughs> i didn't do a good job of proofing this it is actually uh the first or second friday in october it's gonna be october the 8th it's gonna be out at ironwood again and we've had it out there for a number of years running those guys john and john out there do a great job helping us and um like i said it's a it's a best ball format so you don't have to be real good uh it's about like you know being having sex you don't have to be really good to enjoy it and um it's a family show (laughs) but since when <laughs> but uh the cost is um is if you just want to sponsor a team it's 450 if you want to do both uh i give you a little price break if it's um if it's uh if you would like to sponsor a whole and uh and put in a team that's that's 550 all right if you just want to play it's 115 and if you just want to sponsor a whole it's 125 so um Hey, I can always I can always find room for you on the out there on the golf course, and uh, love to have you out there showing showing support. Last year, I raised between twenty and twenty five thousand dollars for the girls. Wow! And uh, I'd like to do that again um, because we need we, you know once again you know we need it, it's expensive to run a program like we do out at Sarah Law with four fields and maintenance and equipment and assurance and everything else so uh if you're interested once again just give me a call 252-714-5485 i'll be glad to get you a form we're limiting it to the first 25 teams because that's all the golf carts they got out there and uh that usually that usually caps it because nobody wants to walk around in in this heat right now of course hopefully on october the 58th yeah it won't be it won't be nearly as hot as it is today yeah that's towards the end of every month (laughs) chandler uh i've been trying to up my game doing a little chipping in the backyard it's time is this the event i make my debut it's time oh boy hey man you come out there i'll take care of you hey in addition you know we're gonna give you free range balls um uh chick-fil-a out of winterville but abbott d's always supplies the food for me you got uh 
this is a name from a past. There's a great guy named Hans Matthias, and his son is Matthew, such a great ball player uh-huh. out of D.H. Conley. He always supplies me uh the the cookies and the snacks and stuff to go out there and then we we got non-alcoholic beverages that we provide but we also have a really nice looking ladies riding around in the golf cart who will sell you all the beer you want um you know but that keeps us that keeps the liability away from us (laughs) and um and goodie bags and 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 things like that so um you know we try to put on on a good tournament and uh and everybody has a lot of fun and i and i pay out a lot of places too like sometimes as many eight eight to ten places net and gross wow it's a one-day tournament right bo it is it is you show up between 11 and 12 and get you something to eat hit some range balls and then we have a 12 noon start and generally we got you out of there by 5 30 good so. deal speaking of uh golf harold varner the third playing in the final round of the northern trust as we speak and harold is tied for 13th Bo, at 11 under par seven shots back of john rom who is uh taking over here uh he is minus two for the day and now has a two-stroke lead at the top but hv3 playing uh some great golf this weekend uh on into today which will allow him to continue on in the playoffs so i was gonna say doesn't he need to finish in the top 12 or 15 or something like right. that so yeah. that he can keep playing yep he's got to uh he's got to be top 70 overall but where he's at right now i think is a good spot as long as he doesn't uh lose it here down the stretch he is through 11 on the day so he's on hole 12 right now at the northern trust well bo uh let's hit it one more time if uh girls want to get involved with the pitt county girls softball league uh what do their parents need to do to sign them up for fall ball yeah if they would please just uh, you can go to our website pcgsl.org um you all, we also have a couple of uh, our registration chair people that they're always willing to answer questions because i'll get questions nowadays and i'm i'm not as as keen about things as i used to be but but if if you don't see an answer on the website it's pretty detailed but if you don't uh don't hesitate to give and they're gonna love me for giving their numbers out but um emory smith and beth ann trueblood are the registration co-chairs and emory's number is uh 252 717-6355 and Beth Ann's is 252-347-1561 they'll be glad to help you we want to we'll keep the registrations going as long as we still have room and uh and interest and so uh they're, they're a very good resource for you to call them uh once again you know we are getting ready to crank up the fall fundraiser uh, you know the wild thing is we also sell the attractions books and the the friend of mine that, that does this lisa crawley or lisa smith she can't even get the books because of transportation issues uh-huh. the books are sitting in north carolina and they can't get them to greenville hmm. so you know so but the good thing about those is that they're the old books from last year are still good through the end of the year they um you know so but uh we'll have those in the discount cards and uh and like i said the golf tournament's coming up on and i'll get this right this time october the 8th mm-hmm. uh 2021 we still haven't gone to the 58 day month and um but uh you know we'd love to have you out there for that uh and once again just the way to get up with me is 252-714-5485 or my my infamous uh, w- uh email address is bobobats at 
gmail.com yeah you gave out your number but i wanted to do that uh lame joke i do every time and say your number is on every bathroom stall in, uh, in greenville <laughs> for a good time call that number but you already said it so uh, i can't even use that joke this time well that would be a joke if you asking for a good time from me so <laughs> bo you're always a good time man we love when you hang out here with us uh, don't be a stranger if you hey ever... thank, thank you for yeah. the opportunity you got you great people down here appreciate it bo good to see you man and uh need anything from uh, else from us let us know i'll do it love the hat love the lid bo. thank you man let's take a time out we'll come back when we return we'll talk to uh some more great athletes so like Bo Bats, <laughs> Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed, and CJ Johnson uh gonna join us uh, as part of the Pirate Radio Players Lounge. Troy D talked to him earlier today, and uh you'll hear from those guys when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. hour of prl is brought to you by tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it visit tommy's express car wash today now back to the show welcome back come out to granger stadium this season and cheer on your Downey's wood ducks get your tickets now at wooddugsbaseball.com or call 686-5164 we will see you at granger stadium for wood ducks baseball all season long Go Woodies. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All right, just saw a tweet that says eating one hot dog takes 35 minutes off your life. So how many minutes of your life has been ruined due to eating hot dogs? So I was thinking about that. I was thinking about all the bills I put down over the years, the Warrens, Warrens subs. For me, I've got the gas cat, station, the cat. <laughs> the the uh the famous captain's corner uh so i would say we're probably down a few days just due to hot dogs oh definitely we're definitely down a, we're definitely down a few days down a week yeah i mean yeah we're, da- we're down some up. time because sure. especially when you do like the two for a dollar or three for a dollar you know you're taking off well at sub dogs hours you can, at sub dogs you can double the dog and i always double the dog you gotta double the dog you what's can't the just eat uh, one hot dog what's the most like that you have personally ever destroyed in a setting uh, hot dogs yeah. i mean i've got like three for a dollar before and had three small time children around here i mean i have no interest in going above that number i definitely have put down i definitely have put down eight bills hot dogs mm. i might have right, done joey chestnut i might have done 10 how many years has joey chestnut lost due oh, to all of his he hot is dogs? actually dead he's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's in a new life he is on the other side wow all right so there you go think about that as you go to sleep tonight how many years you've lost due to uh hot dogs all right um time to go back inside the pirate radio players lounge and troy d earlier today caught up with east carolina running back rajay harris and east carolina wide receiver tyler sneed let's hear that conversation right now Back inside the Players' Lounge here at Pirate Radio, talking to Rajay Harris and Tyler Sneed. And, guys, great to see you again. Thank you so much for your time. I'll start, Tyler, with you and uh, get your thoughts and impressions on uh, how the second scrimmage went from this past Saturday. Yeah, no, I think we uh, we did really good this scrimmage. I think uh, much improved on the offensive side. You know, last week wasn't bad, but we had we had some improvements we needed to make. And I think this week we, we went out there and executed it and uh, made those improvements. So, 
I think we did a lot better this week. I think we're ready to go. Rajay, what did you think uh, after your second scrimmage? What, were your, what was your takeaway? Um, big improvement. You know, um, first scrimmage always, uh, you know, one of them some scrimmages. But, uh, you know, second scrimmage, you got 1% better, you know. So that's all we can do is just get 1%. Now, I heard the defensive guys talking. They were saying, look, you know, defense won again. Uh, we're ahead of the offense. Uh, what is it that they're that much far ahead of the offense? Or is it that they're that much better this year? Or what, what, do, you, what do you account to that? I mean, we got a lot of leaders on defense, so, you know, we we expect them to be, you know, one, you know, one unit out there, you know, communication-wise and physicality-wise. So, you know, they're looking good this year. So, that's a big shout-out to the defense. Any of your thoughts of the defense, Tyler? No, defense is, is real good. I think we got some real dogs out there. Uh, like he said, a lot of leaders out there in every position. So, uh, no, that's a unit right there, and I think they're going to do real good this year. What are the main things you guys are trying to, you know, a week and a half now until kickoff at App State in Charlotte? What are the few things you're trying to key in on, trying to tighten the screws on when you when you look to make those fine-tune adjustments now going in uh, within just over a week before kickoff? Yeah, well, now I think we're more keen in on what App State's doing, uh, what their coverages are, what their tendencies are. Just this week and I guess a week and a half, 10 days, uh, We'll, we'll really get down and watch film on them and crack down on, on what they're trying to do and game plan for that. Roger, when you get the ball, what are you looking for when you try and read a defense? What, uh, what What's going through your mind? Knowing, okay, the play's coming to you, uh, the handoff's there. What are you looking for? I mean, you know, I look at the defense a lot. You know, I study the defense. So when I go into App State, I see the front. You know, they got a good front, you know, good defensive line, good linebackers, you know, smart players that I've been there for a while. So, you know, you know, when I go go into the play, you know, I'm looking at the play with the with the line got, with you know, receivers, the cracking, whatever. So, um, you know, I focus on the linebackers a lot, the defensive line, and the safeties. Today was a big day, first day of classes officially. Boy, anyone in Greenville is, but if you've been around campus, you've definitely seen a, a buzz in the community and uh, traffic definitely pick up. How how's the uh, first day of class officially going for Tyler Snead? <laughs> I'm all online, so I don't have to deal with all the craziness. But uh, driving everywhere. I mean, you see a lot of kids walking. It's good to see that back, uh, but it is crazy out there. There's a lot, of, a lot of people. So you, so your classes are all online for the semester. All online, yes. Sir. That makes it pretty easy, doesn't it? For me, I like it online better. So uh, yeah, I would say so. Yes, sir. What about you, Roger? How was uh, how was the first day? Were you even on campus today? Yes, I was on campus. Uh, I went to the library early morning, nine a.m. for my Spanish class, and then I had uh, ten a.m. and I had eleven a.m. But you know, it's good to see everybody back. We need them in Dowdy, though. But now you're you're back trying to balance school with football, where before it was just all football. How's that balance going? I mean, first day, we're going to see how it goes at practice. You know, hopefully everybody's excited and, you know, energetic at practice before we can just keep the schedule going. Camp is officially done. Now you're in uh, – pre- you're in really kind of almost game mode, if you will, now that school started. Uh, has the energy, has the sense of urgency picked up at all, Tyler? Oh, yeah. I mean, first practice – with camp done is today so i think everybody will be excited for that but no i mean i think everybody's focusing all their energy on app state and we're gonna bring that on next thursday we hear from uh don your offense coordinator about once a week uh he's pretty he's got a pretty good sense of humor it seems like we've known him for years here uh what's a good who's got the best donny story or each one of you tell us a little behind the scenes of coach donny kirkpatrick uh Raja, i'll start with you as far as something funny that folks don't know that you guys deal with um, Coach K is one of a kind, man. Uh, 
you know, he'll get on your butt and he make jokes about CJ or, you know, Holton. But, you know, it's all business. You know, we, we understand the, the humor behind it, you know. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand, like, the freshmen's coming in. But, you know, he's a, he's a great dude, man. Great dude. Even better coach. What's a good Donnie story you got, Tyler? He always cracks on me about my height. So, we actually went back to back the other day. He's a little taller than me. So he's been cracking on me for that a lot. That's probably the main thing he cracks on. But, uh, no, he jokes around a lot. It's all fun and games, but he does get on you. And, uh, yeah, like Roger said, great coach. Yeah, tell him you don't want him to uh, height, shame, height shame you anymore, right? Uh, with the helmet and cleats on, I'm taller. But, <laughs> yeah. but on, on tennis shoes, it's, it's close. Tell him to measure you on game day. Yeah, I'm still growing, too, so I'm not worried. <laughs> a late bloomer, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, what do you guys, you know, NFL's kicking off preseason. You guys, I know you're busy with ECU, but do you have a favorite NFL team? I don't think I've asked you guys this before as far as uh, who you follow in the league. I like the Cowboys. A lot of people don't like them, but, yeah, no, that's my team. That's my team right there. I can't. I think we talked about that off the air. I don't know if we talked about that on there. What about you, Roger? I can't believe you right now. I like the 49ers, though, but um, I like the Panthers also. You know, I got a lot of people that play the Panthers that I know, so. But I'm a big 49ers fan, though. Just curious. I know you're busy and don't have a lot of time, but do you guys play fantasy football? Nah, not at all, to be honest with you. I don't even. I really. I haven't watched the NFL game since, like, the Super Bowl. I ain't watched no preseason, none of that, so. I ain't really been having time to do yeah. anything. <laughs> I know you guys do a lot of gaming, but is, is fantasy football in the mix? I used to play when I was younger with, like, the family leagues and stuff, but I haven't played in years. It, yeah. And we don't really get to watch games on Sunday because practice and stuff. So, no, it's been a while. Yeah. How are you guys doing physically? I mean, you look good. You sound good. And the team, knock on wood, seems like this camp has really kind of gone – through without any really events there's been no off the field problems there's been no major injuries that i see uh, you know is that pretty much a, a fair read on things oh yeah i think we got through camp and we're all i think we're all pretty pretty solid still ready to go um but yeah no no off the field issues nobody's really hurting that bad so uh god bless that yeah and you, you get hit a lot now at running back uh how are you doing health wise yeah, i'm doing great man um i had a player in the past um, by the name of Tavian Feaster, you know, he's in the NFL right now. But um, he, he always told me I need to take care of my body at running back because, you know, get hit every play, basically. So i uh, been in the training room almost every day doing needles, um, ice tubs, something just to, you know, improve my body and get back to 100%. Is he one of the guys you look up to? Oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Tyler, what about you in the wide receiver role? Who do you, who do you look up to? Who's one of the guys that would be you consider a mentor to you? Uh, Blake Pro, obviously, you know, my roommate, uh, we used to work out all the time. And then his brother, Austin Pro, is a little older. Uh, he's kind of shorter, not as tall as Blake, but he's not as short as me either. But, uh, no, I look up to him a lot. And then their dad, Ricky Pro, uh, I look up to all those guys, take advice from them whenever I can. How was Blake doing? You know, he was getting such great pub up in uh, with the Minnesota Vikings that everything I was reading online was really positive about him. And unfortunately, had this terrible time with an injury. But uh, I assume you guys have talked recently. How is he doing and what's his prognosis? No, he's he's doing great. Uh, he's in good spirits. Uh, he has first surgery today. So everybody's praying for him. But uh, no, I mean, obviously, it was hard for him uh, the day it happened. But I mean, he'll bounce back. He's one of those guys that you you know he's coming back and he'll come back stronger. So I can't wait to see what he can do. 
Definitely. All right, you guys uh, getting ready now. The focus turns to App State uh, pretty much 100%. What what will you guys be working on specifically, you think, on practice this week and uh, short week next week too? Mainly focus on probably putting together the game plan. You know, Tuesday is usually heavy run, run play action. And then Wednesday, put in more of the pass plays. And then Thursday, you get out into red zone type deal. But, uh, no, just having – this will be the first week with the scout team out there and uh, – we're just focusing on what App State runs and, like I said, like their tendencies and stuff like that. So uh, that'll be what this week's about. Roger, do you ever get any – still get pregame jitters at all, you know, before season opener or before any game? Is it, you know, butterfly still hit your stomach at all? Oh, yeah. Every game, you know, I just – I get that little feeling of, you know, uh, you feel me? Like the, the stomach just started bubbling and rolling. But, you know, I'm a football player. I've been doing it all my life, so – Sure, I don't, and it got natural to me now. <laughs> I get nervous still, and I'm just an alum, fan, media member, so I'm imagine you guys. What about you, Tyler? I used to get real nervous before every game. Um, it's calmed down a lot. Now it's more of like an excitement thing. Like, I'm ready to go. You know, I, I tell myself we've done this all week. We've been working for this all summer, all season. So uh, try not to let the nerves get too much. I try to just replace that with the excitement. I know, I know what we can do, and I know what the team's going to go out there and do. Good stuff. Uh, guys, we'll, we'll hook up again next week. Next week it'll be officially game week. Can't believe we're actually saying it, but it is here, and it'll be a short week. It'll be kind of a little bit of a different kickoff for ECU as the Pirates kick off Thursday night under the lights at Bank of America Stadium. I know you you got to be juiced up for that. Yeah, we'll bring all the juice Thursday night for sure. <laughs> How about your, your feelings going into uh, next week for kickoff? I mean, that's great, man. I'm just – Reminiscing about last year, just we we ended off a, on a good note, you know. First game this year, App State, kind of a rivalry game that everybody's been talking about. But I mean, it's just another game for me, another game for the team, another chance to get better. Guys, great seeing you again. Thanks for being in the players' lounge with us here at Pirate Radio. Rajay Harris, running back, and Tyler Sneed, wide receiver. We'll talk again next week. All right, there's Troy D with Rajay and Tyler Sneed. Let's hear Troy D go one-on-one with C.J. Johnson as he caught up with the Pirates wide receiver earlier today. Welcome back inside the Pirate Radio's Players Lounge. C.J. Johnson, wide receiver, joining us. C.J., great to see you again. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Great to, see, great to be here again. You guys had a busy weekend, second scrimmages in the books. Uh, once again, the kind of the takeaway was defense still ahead of the offense. You're part of that offense. I know you probably don't want to hear that. Uh, what was your takeaway? Oh, man, I, I feel like just the past two scrimmages, we've been, like, competitive. So it's made both both sides better. Like, I feel like going into week one, I feel like we had a pretty good spot. What are you talking about with Holton uh, when you guys, you know, off when, when you're not on the field, when you're getting ready and before practice, after practice? What, what do your conversations consist of now with him? Uh, we we usually we usually like tell jokes like joke around we'll, we'll dance to the music but um sometimes like they get out of meetings before we do so we don't really see each other in the locker room until we go out on the field. And then what do you what, you know when Holton knows he can count on you? He's played with you for so long in high school now of course here at ECU uh, and you're, you're so tall you know you got a in long arms long range. I know he feels confident when he gets it to you. What do you What do you tell him? Hey, just get it near me and I'll get it. Hey, I tell him, put it up. I got you. Hey, I, I know one rule. See ball, get ball. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, how is class going for you? So it was officially the first day of class today. Uh, how is that going? Oh, it, it's pretty good. It wasn't – we haven't really done much being it's the first day. So, like, we went over the syllabus and – 
pretty much sat there. So first day was always my favorite day. First day and last day. Syllabus day and then the last day you don't do anything. Those were my two favorite days, CJ. Enjoy them while you can. Uh, it's got to be great that the energy back on campus. I saw students walking around. It's such a different feel this year than last year at this time. Uh, when, when they sent folk, you know, or they weren't even here. You know, it just it, the, the vibe on campus is way better. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, like, I, I just enjoy being able to see the student body able to interact with each other again and, like, just knowing, like, you're seeing all of these people on campus. Those are going to be the same people that are packed in the Dowdy Ficklin Stadium on September 11th. So that's, that's just really exciting. You guys about a week and a half from kickoff, starting to do some fine-tuning for App State. Uh, what are you specifically working on as you guys headed into the final few practices before kickoff next Thursday, a week from this Thursday? Well, we, we're going to be big on film, uh, just learning the DB. Learn, like, we, we take each DB number, like, number order. We write them down, and we um, evaluate that one player, like, Coach would make us cut ups. It'd be like cut ups for this DB, cut up for cut ups for this DB, and you just like you just simply go over to film and you watch and you and you learn your opponent in so in and out. You know you you know you learn him so good that you learn when he go into the bathroom. Like that's just what you got to do in order to win. What are you seeing on film from this App State defense? Uh, we haven't uh, we haven't like went App State specifically. We've seen a couple of looks that. Um, I'm pretty sure their base defense is like cover three, kind of like disguising it a little bit. But um, we haven't we haven't dug too deep into it because um, we're just gonna start that. Matter of fact, start at a day. So yeah, and you guys, uh, due to time constraints, we had to record this a little bit earlier before practice. So this is really kind of the beginning of uh, of game week almost because it is a short week next week. Oh yes. Um, so since we play on a Thursday, everything is moved up two days because we usually play on a, on a Saturday. We're traveling Friday, but now we're traveling Wednesday and playing Thursday. So it's it's a quick turnaround. With the camp being, you know, every day is the same, and now the start of school, and then the start of practice or the, the first game being Thursday, it really does kind of throw off the whole schedule a little. Bit. Oh, most definitely because I mean. I'm excited that the uh, the game is two days earlier than it would like it could be, but like all at the same time, just preparation for that game it throws it all out of whack a little bit. But you just got to be able to adjust. Everybody getting ready for football season, college, pro, down to you know junior high, high school already kicked off. How do you do you get to w watch much? Football, other than ECU, obviously, I know you're a D.H. Conley Viking. I didn't know how much NFL you get to watch. You guys are so busy doing what you're doing. But how much other football do you get to take in? Um, well, I actually have the NFL ticket on my TV. So um, I watch on Sundays. I watch as much NFL as I can. Like we have we usually have practice around like 12 p.m. on Sundays. It's a it's not it's not a hard practice it's just to get like all the lactic acid out and all of that. So um I like to watch it on uh, NFL on Sundays. I actually try to keep up with my little brother. He plays at Aiden Grifton. I, they just played the other night. I was talking to him and stuff, asking him how the game went and stuff. So, what, What's your favorite NFL team again? Panthers. That's right. All right. I'm not going to – what about your favorite players in the league? Uh, I, I would say, number one, favorite player, Keenan Allen, and DK Metcalf is a close second. Awesome. And uh, – you feel it kind of ramping up now the sense of urgency that camp is officially over school has started kickoff is a week from thursday what's that sense of urgency like for you and this team 
Oh man, we we're we're so ready to go out there and play. Like we've been we've been cracking heads of the same colored jerseys all summer, and we're just ready to go face an opponent. I know you guys are fired up. We'll catch. We'll talk more about App State next week as we catch up with you. In the players' lounge, it'll be game week, if you can believe that. Yes, sir. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. CJ, great seeing you again, man. Keep up the good yes, work. Sir. Thank you for having me. Troy D., CJ Johnson in the Pirate Radio Players' Lounge talking to Tyler Sneed, Rajay Harris. You also heard from Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll hear from Holden Aylers and DJ Ford. Got that on the way, but right now we'll take a timeout so we can squeeze in a little double B. He's gotten smaller, so it's easier to squeeze him in, Troy. He has gotten smaller, actually. (laughs) So we will uh, talk to Brian Bailey when we return to wrap up our number two here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk Pirate football and more when we return after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care are the local tech support experts for any business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, big hour three on tap of today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Troy D and I will talk to East Carolina quarterback Holden Aylers and Pirate Safety DJ Ford. Also, we'll make you a winner. Open up the Pirate Radio booty bag here on a Monday right now. And, and Troy, uh, officially your time slot begins at five, but you are uh, you're here. You're yeah, pinch hitting here. Yeah, a little loitering a little earlier. All right. Yeah. So if you have a question, is it loitering if I work here? I guess not. It's... Nah, you're you're allowed to be here. Yeah. Uh, if I'm just you hanging out. Do you have a question for our next guest? Feel free to chime in. Yeah. He is the double B WNCT Channel Nine Sports Director, host of the Brian Bailey Show. Brian Bailey joins us on a Monday. Hello, Double B. Hello. How's it going? It is going great. Thanks for asking. Uh, great edition of the Brian Bailey Show earlier today as Mike Houston and Kevin Williams joined. Uh, Double B on the program and uh, Bailey, some football talk, a little golf talk, uh, talk too earlier today. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, Coach Houston gave us some time, and you know, his time is precious right now with the season getting ready to start. And then uh, Kevin Williams, one of my longtime friends, man. I tell you what, we go, we go way, way back, and glad to have him back in East Carolina. He's a great, great guy. Bailey, uh, we, we got a few minutes here with you, so we'll go high school, we'll go NFL, and uh, we'll start with ECU. Kind of a uh, a bit of a rushed media day on Saturday, but I did really enjoy talking to the coaches and players. Uh, really, one final good time before they take the field against Appalachian State. Everybody locked in, everybody ready to roll. Uh, who did you enjoy uh, talking with on uh, Saturday? You know, we had a chance to get the, with the coordinators for the, um, the Mike Houston show, and I really, you know, I, I've always liked Donnie Kirkpatrick. I've known him for a long time now. And Blake Harrell, I mean, he's really, you know, he fits right in. He, he's kind of, he's different than Donnie as far as, you know, some of the the, the quips and that kind of thing. But Blake still, he shoots from the hip. He tells you how it is. And he, he's really, you know, just, just, a, just a really outstanding stand-up guy. So I really enjoy talking to those guys. 
Uh, we got Xavier Smith and we got uh, what was the other one we, we got? We got Holt Naylor for a little bit. Uh, uh, Tyler Sneed, we got him for the coaching show. The only thing I did wrong is we spent so much time with those guys for the coaching show that we ran out of time. So I think next time I've got to figure out a way to get get more interviews and that kind of thing. But I really like the way they streamlined it. I, I think the hour and getting everybody in and out because it's a busy time. And I like, you know, I talked to Tom McClellan a little bit, and he, he really likes having media day early. And I really like having it about the time we had it this year because I think it gives you some time to get through camp and, you know, if anything does happen in camp, you can talk about it, and it just kind of gets you closer to the season. So I really like the way we did it this year. The line on the game continues to drop. I've seen it at 10 today. App State still a double-digit favorite on ECU, but that thing's gone down four, four-and-a-half points since it first came out. So uh, somebody out there likes the Pirates. Bailey, as we sit here about a week and a half away, uh, how you feeling about the opener? Well, I just think that Appalachian State has so much experience, and that's why, obviously, they're favored. I really think that, though, if, if App State comes out and takes the Pirates for granted and East Carolina smacks them in the mouth early with that defense, then I think it's going to be a great game. And I really think I really think that's what's going to happen. I think that we're going to see a really good football game and uh, anxious to see Holton and the offense get cranked up and, and to see that Pirate defense running around because that defense, you know, they, they, they fly around and they hit you now. Bailey, this, Troy, I don't want to jinx the team or anything, but I, in many ways – they already won preseason camp just by the fact that, you know, no off the field problems this year, and there was no in- major injuries this year that we've heard of. So, I mean, I think that's if you talk to Coach Houston, he'd even agree. Coming out of camp without any uh, losing anybody's a big win. It really is, and, and you hate you know injuries are such a part of you know any kind of football, college, high school, uh, the pros. I mean, you got to stay healthy, and I think that's. That's the key, and with East Carolina, you have to stay healthy while you're being so physical. I mean, they have physical practices where they, you know, they try to stay off the ground, but they're still hitting, you know, left and right. So I think that that's that's a huge key to this football program. They can't afford a lot of injuries, although they are deeper than they have been. They're still not really deep in a couple of slots, so they need to stay as healthy as they can. Brian Bailey joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Bailey, I told you I would watch Touchdown Friday. And I'm going to. I just haven't done it quite yet. Promises made. Promises will be kept. That's right. I'm going to thank, watch thank it. Thank goodness for the DVR. Before I do, Bailey, uh, describe how it went. How did night one go of Touchdown Friday in 2021? You know, I think it's the experiences that I've had through the years. And, and I, I know a little bit more now than I did as a young sportscaster. I, you you kind of know a night like that, whenever you have all that rain and games are delayed and you don't know what's going on here and there, it's going to be hairy, and it was. But, you know, we had a really good show, for the, especially for the first one, cause, because we have a new graphic package. We've got um, <clears throat> new supers. We've got new, you know, new people working our, our show. And anytime you have all that combination, you don't know what's going to happen. But I really think I was really pleased with all the guys that worked for us that night. did a great job. I'm really lucky because Ken Wallington, our main anchor, uh, he likes sports. He's, a, he's got a sports background. And he goes out, he busts his butt on Friday nights, and that really helps a lot because uh, our, my competition doesn't have anything like that out in the field. So I've got a guy who's got all that experience, and, and he loves it. He's running around doing games, and I'm doing games. And we don't even have our number two sports guy in right now. We just hired a guy, so he'll be in about a week and a half. Uh, and So we'll be a little deeper then, but it was just fun. I, I enjoy the Friday nights. I enjoy the, the coaches. 
Uh, I was live at Conley, and then I went live at uh, JP2 on the 5 o'clock and the 6 o'clock. And I've never done that before, you know, packing everything up, driving to another school, getting it all unpacked, getting it all on the air and ready to go. But uh, that was fun. And Jerry Jackson, our weather guy, said, I don't know how you guys got those live shots off because there were thunderstorms literally all around you while you were going live. And somehow, you know, the weather stayed clear enough for us to get the live shots in. JP2 never got to play any of it. They had lightning come in early after that, then the storm. And some of that rain Friday night was brutal. It was it was raining cats and dogs. But it was uh, it was fun. I, I was just amazed Brian Bailey said he has competition. I never knew you had competition, Bailey. I just thought it was you and uh, some other people out there. I was just being complimentary. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> uh, hey, I want to say this. And speaking of being complimentary, something looked different to me when I saw you guys. I wasn't sure what it was. I, I just like, man, these guys have never looked better. And you know me. I'll be one to you know find fault with stuff and let you know about it. But I got to tell you, I thought you looked and your team looked you and Ken, Ken look the best you guys have ever looked on air. And I really got to yeah. say it's probably due to those new golf shirts embroidered that you have. Yeah, those those, those new polos, they look good. The logo, we got a new logo, and it's, uh, it's a different look for us. It's got a little purple in it for East Carolina to represent the Pirates, and it's got, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's kind of bold. It kind of sticks out, and uh, I, I kind of, it's kind of grown on me, so uh, I really like it, and we looked really good. Those, those guys at University Sportswear are really uh, doing a good job out there. Yeah, they did a nice job with the logo. It looks really good. If you want to look as good as Brian Bailey, visit universitysportswearenc.com for more information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Bailey, quick question, legit question. <laughs> Over the place, you're driving off, off the road right now, so I don't look like Brian Bailey. <laughs> no, you look at that. The shirts look great. They can't help everything else about you, but the shirts look good. Um, the shirts look good. Hey, what advice? You, you've been in this how many years now, Bailey? 30? This is my 38th football season. 38th? 38th football. In Eastern North Carolina. All right, what, what advice, if, if you went back in time and could talk to young Brian Bailey, 38 seasons ago first of all he wouldn't listen but go ahead <laughs> what would old brian bailey say to young brian bailey if he could give him one piece of advice and don't be a smart ass and say stay away from that troy d i'll be a legit question what is what is the piece of advice you'd give him don't get married the first time <laughs> <laughs> i had a feeling that was coming all right, fair enough. That was coming too. That's pretty good. What about the business? Uh, what about the media business that you're in? You know, it, it, it's, it's easy to say, well, I would say be patient with this or do that, but I just think it's a process that you go through, and I think that, that until you've experienced it, I mean, there's there's nothing like a Friday night when, you know, the way it is now with computers, you know, whenever you edit a videotape and you send it to the server, it comes up and it says linked. And it, it turns green. Well, when it's red and it's not linked, that means the video is not there. And when it's 10 minutes to 11 and you go on at 11.05 and you got 15 red links or non-links, you know, you're kind of scrambling because if you don't have the video, you have nothing to talk about. But I think, you know, every every week it seems to come out and, and it ends up fine. So I, I guess I would tell the young Brian Bailey, try to be more patient with people and try to – but that's just not the Brian Bailey style. So that wouldn't work. He wouldn't have listened, but uh, I mean, I just enjoyed this business, you know, for all these years, and it's just it's, it's still fun. You know, when it's still fun in your 38th season, you know, you're doing something right. 
bailey uh we're out of time unfortunately we won't get to talk cowboys today maybe next week but we are uh we're fresh out of time uh double b uh once again you can hear the brian bailey show coming up six o'clock if you missed it at noon and uh bailey we'll talk to you again soon man sounds good there is brian bailey joining us today on the fixed nc live line let's take a timeout. we'll come back hour three of pirate radio live on tap we will hear from holden aylers and dj ford coming up when we return on pirate radio live we're back with you after this listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back carolina caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty, hour three of Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Man, been an awesome show so far as we've heard from Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens, Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed, C.J. Johnson, Got a couple more Pirate players coming up in the Pirate Radio Players Lounge. Troy D. alongside on a Monday. Troy, officially welcome to the program. Thank you, Clip. Good to be back. Good to see you again. And uh, summer unofficially over as school has started today for all the uh, public schools. It was if you Even if your kid is not in school, if you don't have a kid, still affects you. Because guess what? Traffic was has been crazy today between schools starting back and ECU starting back. It was it was like the perfect storm for activity in Greenville today. There was some game day traffic at uh, A.G. Cox Middle School this morning, which, by the way, not to I'm not going to do a Troy D. rant. I'm just going to say this was not well thought out and will probably be adjusted. But apparently kids are allowed to enter the school building at 810 mm-hmm. and the tardy bell rings at 820. Wow, that's a tight window right there. It is. We've and got an eight twelve entry time, but I think you have to be in their class like by let's say eight forty something. That you know? is a an appropriate like window. Yeah, you have an eight minute window or something. Yeah, and it just that's, led that's to right. everybody. I yeah. compared it. I told Judy it was like when people tailgate too long and are like, "All right, well, let's go catch kickoff," and, and it, everybody goes it's a bottleneck. And yeah, there's a long ass line. People yeah. trying to get in. Wasn't I? Uh, you know, and this wasn't the folks at epps middle school fall i blame some of the parents for this but like say goodbye to your kid you know maybe while they're in the car or before you like there was such a backup of trying to get if you were on elm street today trying to get into epps and i thought that i was like well i didn't think they were taking temperatures and doing all this questionnaire stuff it was just people i, I had heard stopping leaving their car in the middle of the lane like there's not that many lanes to go through you only have like one or two taking pictures hugging and every everybody's taking two three minutes to say goodbye to their kid meanwhile the cars are lined up all the way down to 10th street troy kicked his kids out of the car 
Mm. Well, I did an illegal U-turn and dropped them off <laughs> where uh, they could closely close to the school. But I was yeah. like, if you were waiting in that line, you were just stuck forever. Like, yeah. hey, come on, folks, let's move it along here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, they can work out some of those. Hey, things. day one. As I said, I'm not blaming the officials that with pitt county schools or eps i'm yeah. blaming the parents on that one there you go parents get your act together let's go let's get it straight yeah. all right before we get into football troy d do well, i feel good i haven't had a rant in a while and that, that was wasn't a, really a rant no, it was no, more no. of an observation clip with the season starting it'll go really good or potentially bad you'll have a rant one way or the somewhere other somewhere along the way soon. yeah uh all right right now the final round of the northern trust is going on and harold varner the third is 11 under par for the tournament plus one for the day but that puts him at tied for 14th this is the first tournament of the playoffs it's kind of like nascar troy where they narrow it down at yeah. the end of the year so what does that mean harold needs to be in the top 70 in the overall standings to advance to next week and play in the uh, in the tournament and as i look at the live uh standings fedex cup standings if harold finishes like he is right now he would be 58th which means he'll be eligible to participate next week That'd be and great. continue to move on and he was uh you know all over the cbs sports coverage of this earlier today he had a crispy purple shirt on by the way usually i thought final it, round uh purple yeah it looked good and he was uh, a lot of tv time for harold varner today doing a great job this weekend and today and hopefully uh we'll see him uh, playing next week all right uh troy d i missed uh last monday's show was coming back from out of town and enjoyed uh actually watching uh the, i checked it out on youtube oh, thanks for which watching. folks can do appreciate it uh and really enjoyed the conversations with the players as we get to know them uh, off the field and also talk football with them and uh, i was able today to talk to xavier smith bruce bivens you talked to rajay harris tyler sneed cj johnson and uh great to hear from the guys in fact uh when bo was in here earlier and i've heard this from other people bo said it today but he said you know this is a really great thing you're doing because we do not get an opportunity to get to know these guys as people no they uh, fans don't and we don't as media people until now and this is and i've you know talked with the players not just on the air but off the air they so enjoy this too and it's and the reason we call it the players lounge is because it's a relaxed atmosphere they're getting to know us you get a much better interview when you build a relationship with somebody, as you know, yeah. Clip. And it's not just at a press conference format. And that's really why we wanted to do this. And I'll tell you the one thing I've really been impressed with with these guys. And I don't care what happens this season as far as who makes plays, who doesn't, what the record is. These guys as individuals, as people, I mean, have been great like representatives of East Carolina University. I mean, I have really enjoyed getting to know these guys as people how professional they've been how much fun they've been to talk to and to hang out with these are like i don't know if we could ask for a better group of guys right now at least for what we're doing on the air yeah let's hear uh from a couple of them right now troy d the uh quarterback of the pirates hold nailers and also ecu safety dj ford as earlier today we caught up with uh those guys right here at this very table inside the pirate radio studios here is hold nailers and dj ford with troy d and i all right, here inside the Pirate Radio studios with Troy D and a couple of Pirates inside the Pirate Radio Players Lounge. Hold Nailers and DJ Ford back with us here on Pirate Radio Live. Troy, I was gone last Monday. Really enjoyed the interviews with the, with all the guys. A lot of fun to catch up with these guys. Appreciate uh, you being back, and I think you're going to enjoy it as much as I have. Uh, always fun talking ECU football, and especially talking ECU football with the guys playing football this year. It's something that we haven't been able to do before 
on this type of level each week in studio. So uh, it's been off to a great start. We appreciate everybody's feedback from last week that uh, let us know how much they enjoyed it, too. And uh, we hope to keep it rolling every Monday. The word uh, around ECU this weekend was the defense won again. So should we start with DJ instead of Holden today? Is that how I was going to ask Holden what was wrong with the offense. <laughs> oh, we could do the, that, too. Uh, defense guess, yeah. keeps uh, winning here. but <laughs> That's what they say anyway, Holden. Yeah. yeah, you were there. What do you, what do you think? I mean, I think the ones uh, – I mean, we, we scored – I think we had four drives. We scored three out of the times with two, with two field goals and a kick. So, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say we lost. Uh, the twos and the threes, yeah, the defense definitely won. But I think it was pretty good with the ones. So, I'll let DJ take over that one, I guess. <laughs> I think he stressed the truth just uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <whatever. laughs> It's all how you frame the story, right? <laughs> yes, the ones sir, v. Yes. ones, not too bad. You <laughs> no, but, everybody. Um, everybody looked pretty good. The ones held it down defensively a little better than offensively they were helped out by a couple penalties here and there you know some stuff that we got to clean up for sure that's on us but i think we still won (laughs) it's all it almost sounded like preseason football talking to bruce and xavier they said they played a few series and then they were watching from the sidelines is it almost like it was more he mike houston wanted to see what he had two three four yeah i mean we knew starters kind of knew going in we'd have a certain amount of plays i think we got like 25 plays something like that and then we were done but just weird watching on the sideline sitting over there for an hour not throwing or doing anything like that i mean you get stiff just standing there you're like dang you know this kind of sucks not out there being playing and stuff but that's just kind of like you said preseason ball how is the special teams looking from you guys perspective i know you're you're not necessarily on special teams that i know of anyway but yes, how, how is it looking because that is such a key when you come to momentum and in, in games if you can have a big special teams stop or kickoff return or whatever the case may be that's a, that's a huge momentum shift how's the special teams looking this year for ec football uh, special teams is looking really good that's definitely been a point of emphasis for our fall camp this year and um this past scrimmage uh especially we had a lot of young guys that we were looking at uh the coaches put out there in different positions um they wanted to see guys you know who plays fast who's willing to run and hit and things like that and who can help take maybe a a defensive starter off of one of the special teams and get them a little more rest you know yeah so i I talked to tim dallas on saturday and you guys are deeper than you've been in years past so you were mentioning it there are you a part of any coverage teams are you just uh, yes, safety. sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm for sure not off the board as far as any of them go. You know. Do you enjoy the, the special teams? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I enjoy special teams, and I know that that's something that's important for our team in order to win games. So I'm willing to do whatever. Do, you know. Do you ask coach, hey, can I get in, or is it something like if he asked me, I'll go, but I'm not begging to get in on special teams? Oh no, no, no. It's like a, it's more of a can I get in versus a if he asked me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I definitely want to be out there and be able to help the team, but at the same time, I don't think I need to be on. All four of them, you know what I'm saying? Right. Still trying to play defensively and things like that, getting too tired. So, yeah. Holden, you missed that from your Conley days. They asked you to go out and play safety yeah. late in the game. I remember hey, you. I'll uh, still go play safety right now, no man. Way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> this guy played both ways back in high school. Now, don't let him fool Oh, you. yeah. I might have to go look him up. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Bruce and Xavier this earlier. DJ, when's the last time you, you played offense? What did you do in high school? Oh, I played receiver. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I played receiver. And I actually had a little quarterback back in my, my younger days. Yeah. No, I don't know about all that. Seriously, early in high school, freshman year, I was I played a little quarterback. <laughs> you're, you're tall. I yes, saw sir. you earlier before we uh, went on. You were talking with C.J. Johnson, who was here. I was like, man, you two guys kind of look so you know as far as length. Yes, sir. I was like, can you imagine lining them up on both yeah, sides? You know, as real. far as height goes. Well, I mean, Holton can tell you himself. There's been times uh, this summer and this spring where I ran routes for Holton. You yeah. know, when he needed someone to throw oh, yeah. it to, and he did compliment me a few times. <laughs> no, yeah, he can run. I mean, he's 
you know, six four and can run. I mean, with good hands. I mean, anyone yeah. that size and just like that. But yeah, I mean, there'd be times it was just me and him out there throwing. He out there running routes for me and doing stuff that some of the receivers can't do. So, but I mean, he's very good at safety. So we don't really, we got good receivers. But yeah, I mean, he's really kind of took over that defense. So if well, it comes down to it, I'll tell Coach to you know, <laughs> yeah. face. Donnie, are you listening? If, <laughs> yeah, for real. good in the receiver room right now. But you never know, you know. Yeah. Happens, so. Watching ECU football, we know the height isn't everything. What's it like chasing Tyler Sneed around practice, DJ? Oh, it's definitely <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Sneed is uh, one of the quicker guys I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Especially with his body type. Uh, those kind of shorter guys. I mean, I feel bad to say it, but the shorter guys tend to be, like, more quick than fast, you know what I'm saying? So getting off the ball, like, initially, his first step quickness is unreal. DJ, who's harder to hit? A a big, strong, you know, tight end that's going full steam or someone like Tyler Sneed that's fast, wiry, you know, can juke, that's smaller? Who's harder to get down? Harder to get down? I'd say the smaller guys like Sneed. I I don't worry. I'm not afraid of anyone, you know what I'm saying? I'm more afraid of missing than I am, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. a big guy like out muscling me or something right. like that. So, yeah. so it's I, the speed I take the big guy all issue. day, and yeah. I'll, I'll get him down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Paul Naylor's DJ Ford here. One of the uh, things that stood out most to me on Media Day Saturday, Audio Matosho has gone vegetarian, apparently. No. Uh, are you guys you guys still down with the meats? Or are you uh, going all veggies? I saw, I saw some chicken wings getting eaten before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I was about to say, I'm definitely not. You are. I was a break from the uh, usual. But. Yeah, Adi can stick to that one. That's not, that's <laughs> not my cup of tea. I found uh, that pretty interesting when he uh, told me that the other day. No, I had um, just fried some chicken last night with some <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not a part of the vegetarian game. <laughs> and, uh, and Luke Larson was also fun to talk to. I'm curious how a guy in his upper 20s from a different country fits in with the locker room. So, what's he like? Uh, in oh, the he's room? great. I mean, him and Owen Daffer, one of our kickers. Owen's like eighteen or nineteen. Looks like he's twelve, <laughs> and they're best friends. I mean, Luke's almost thirty, and his best friends are in there. He plays pool about much as anyone on the team. He just sits in there and plays pool the whole time. But no, he's a great guy. I mean, he's he's really got along with the locker room. Good. I mean, he's very easy to talk to. Anytime you come in and you have a different accent, people are going to want to talk to you. So. Um, I mean, he, he kind of got with the team pretty quick and fits in really good. And that, that reminds me of uh, last week, Troy. You're talking to Bruce and Xavier, and they talk about how DJ came in and acclimated with the team yeah. right away. I think it says a lot about you as a person, but yes, also the locker room as a whole, too, right? That yes, you guys are able to yeah, get together. for sure. Yeah, and um, from my experience, Luke has been a great guy. He's been fun to talk to and everything, and he handles it well when people like kind of pick at him about his accent and things like that. Like he doesn't take it personally. Like he embraces it, if anything, and I think that makes it, you know, all the more easier to interact with him. You guys got to acclimate as a team together, but uh, you're also part of a, a, a greater part of the university as students. Uh, we often forget. Oh yeah, you still have classes yep. and you still have responsibilities as a regular student. That started today. Uh, this is kind of one of those busy days. You've got, and we appreciate you guys working with us, and we're working around your schedule to to get everything done. Because you've got, you know, your classes kicked off today. You still got this isn't a traditional Monday. It's no yeah. day off. You're still practicing this afternoon. This is a very busy day for you guys. How is the start of the school class season started for you guys? It's been good for me. Um, you know, kind of being a senior and and not have that many classes left. I mean, I got 12 hours left to even do. I really only got six, but you have to take 12 um, to get cost of attendance at ECU. I think that's just the NCAA rule. But um, it's been super easy. It's been super. Um, 
fun i mean anytime you you get to go on campus and see the students again it's just a good vibe i mean that's it's so it was so weird last year not even going on campus just staying at home doing your classes then going to football and yeah that was kind of almost like, like a lost had. year it yeah. seems like dj i know you're kind of newer to campus so people yes, man sir. you can just kind of be a walk around people leave yeah. you alone right now for now who knows <laughs> by, by the end of the year we're hoping you get stopped all over the place what about you Holt? when you you get recognized you've been here in greenville so long you know people know who you are what's it like for holt nailers to go on campus with his fellow students are you getting stopped all the time people want to talk football or they leave you alone um for the most part i mean honestly even around greenville um most people just like look at me and don't say anything and honestly i don't even i don't even notice it but like if i'm with other people they're like why is everyone looking at us like why what is everyone doing i'm like i didn't even know they were dude i'm just here like do whatever but no i mean I, I try to communicate with everyone i mean if i see people that are you know obvious about it, i try to go say hey to them or something but i mean it's cool being in this situation where like you said you know people do, do know who i am so i just try to make the most of it yeah so dj have you been recognized yet or is it still too early um i have a time or two uh here and there it depends uh yesterday we had a, a little meet and greet thing for all the freshmen uh that were yeah. enrolling in the ecu and a couple of guys stopped I was standing next to Holton. That probably helped out a little bit. <laughs> no, but uh, a couple of guys were like, "Yeah, I remember you from Carolina." Blah blah blah. Oh, that's like, cool. You're a baller, like yeah, stuff like that. It's I really recognized cool. you earlier today in the parking lot. I said, "Hey, there's DJ." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so. great looking. Hey, that's good for Troy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, for me, that is really good. I'm like, and today was your first day like on campus, right? Yes, sir, like in was. the classroom. It was. It was. It was a bit. Did you find your classes and everything? Yeah, I did. I did. It was <laughs> a little bit of a struggle, but um, Google Maps helps a lot. So. Yeah, that Brewster building can be a dude. Yeah. yeah. Still drink the water in there, by the way. Yeah. Yes, uh, great looking shirt for your first day of class, you, by the way, you. for I DJ Ford it. with the uh, limited edition Pirate Radio throwback tee right there. Looking really good. Looks better on him than me. But. <laughs> <laughs> so does everything, Club. Well, that's a good point. That's Definitely good point. had to dress to impress on the first day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like Sunday's best. Uh, DJ Ford holding Nailers here. Guys, uh, what's the difference, uh, Holden and DJ Holden? We'll start with you. you. You're at a fall camp, I guess, now getting into the traditional game week practices what was the biggest difference between those two things uh you got a life outside of football a little bit um you can you get home when there's still the sun still in the sky you <laughs> you wake up and the sun's up it's not still dark outside but no i would just say i mean you do have more free time um you know what you do with is kind of up to you you know i mean older guys kind of know that the free time that you have is free time to go still go towards football um, but yeah, you do have more time to yourself because I mean, a lot of kids have classes all throughout the day. But when you get older, you don't have that many more classes left. So, um, just more time that you have. Um, I mean, just to get ready, watch more films, stuff like that. Mm. DJ feels the same. Yeah, to piggyback off what he said, um, we have a lot more time, but I feel like um, there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with that. So, like, you have more free time if you choose. You know, what I'm saying for it to be like downtime to do nothing, or like Holton said, you can get recovery in you can get treatment you can watch film and stuff like that so i think it's a, a big maturity thing because like early on in my career i probably just like play video games and things like that versus now i'm like trying to watch film trying to work on my body you know what i'm saying make sure i'm eating how i need to eat things like that so what is treatment like nowadays for you know after practice and also after a game like what, what do you do to your body to try and recover and you know you both of you guys are in positions where you can get hit and you know and holding you know in the past you can be oh, yeah. kind of playing wounded before <laughs> uh you know i used to see you know the old the ice bass and all that stuff Ooh, is that still, still kind of common deal like what yeah. do you guys do to try and recover after a tough practice or tough game 
Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, ice baths. We've we've got really good facilities over there where we got ice bath, ice tubs, cold tubs, um, hot tubs. I mean, everything you can do. Um, but you know, I try to I try to do in the ice bath, and then I go to Kevin Young's a lot um, to help with that at Young's, and um, they got a cryotherapy thing, which is kind of like an ice bath. You just step yeah. into it, and it's I can't stand those things, but I don't know how y'all really, do it. it yeah. I, I hate being lot. cold though. Yeah. like even like the the cryotherapy is a whole nother level yeah. of being cold. But just the ice tub, I, like I can't even take a cold shower. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, how y'all do it? I'd rather. That's why I'm not a D1 athlete. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that held you back. That is the only exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just think of where I could have been if I could have <laughs> if you could have got, got in the cold tub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it takes some getting used to, doesn't it? Oh, it does. I mean, the cold tub is never fun the first minute or two you're yeah, in I was there. About to say, you um, just kind of have to. Yeah, and then you get it. numb enough where you just don't feel it after a while. Exactly. Yeah, that's got you. Yeah. So if you make it through the first minute or two, you can do it. It's just a little mental block you got to get through. Yeah, I just not as strong as you guys. Uh, one, of, one of my personal favorites as far as recovery is uh, we have these, uh, like, we call them space boots, but yeah. they're like, uh, they're oh, like sleeves you can put your legs Yeah, in. the compression, compression yep. pants, yeah, yeah. yes. I like those the, a lot. Uh, I thought my uh, ankle was going to bust out. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yep, it got exactly so tight on my thigh yeah. and uh, calf. I'm like... I don't know if this is supposed to be like this. I thought my leg was going to explode, but that's what it's supposed yes. to do. Yeah, right? it's supposed to do that. So for folks that don't know about that, explain one. why you do those. Um, so it helps with like your circulation, mm-hmm. things like that, flushing out your legs and things yeah. like that with uh, lactic acid and all those things like that. I'll yeah, know. I had a friend that has that at his house, and yes, so he's like, "Try these." So I get, I try it one time. I was like, <laughs> "I'm good after this." It probably is good for you guys. It was you're at your level. To get that, you know, circulation going. Yes, but, sir. you know, for me, I was like, this is too painful. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, question for, for both of y'all. I'll start with you, Holden. There was a, uh, I'm looking it up now, Des Bryant had a touchdown pass in 2016. Before Tua, he was the last left-handed QB to throw a touchdown in the NFL. So you haven't seen a ton of left-handed guys growing up. So who do you have a lefty hero or who are the uh, the quarterbacks you like to watch and and uh, watch play. Tim Tebow, man. Oh, there growing you up, go. Yeah, knew it. There it is. It. <laughs> growing up during my time, he was everything. I mean, growing up, I was like, dude, I mean, he's why I fell in love with football and stuff like that. Um, and, I mean, yeah, just growing up him. Um, I mean, obviously, my brother's named after Peyton Manning, so he's one of the my favorite quarterbacks of all time. He's not a lefty and stuff like that, but Tim Tebow's like the highest of pedal stools for me, <laughs> um, for, at least for college quarterbacks. Yeah. DJ, who are your uh, favorite defensive backs? Defensive backs. Uh, one of my favorites uh, is Harrison Smith, uh, the safety for the Vikings. He's Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. I like Derwin James. He's a guy similar to my stature. I try to watch guys that are similarly built, you know what I'm saying, uh, Jamal Adams, guys like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any mentors that like you talk to you know, personally that have played and you look up to and say, hey, these are guys that – have you know looking for advice and whether it's your position or not but uh who, who your mentor would be um i have a couple of guys that i play with formerly so um andre smith he's uh with the buffalo bills right now he's a linebacker mm-hmm. i talk to him a lot pick his brain a lot you know what i'm saying um ask him how he carries himself you know what i'm saying when he's not at the facility what type of things he's doing he's put me on the different things diet wise and recovery wise and everything like that um sends me drills and stuff sometimes you know just always trying to learn always trying to grow that's cool what about you holden who uh, who would you consider your mentor 
Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have like a, a mentor that has played before. I mean, I've had tons of people who've helped me along the way um, and stuff like that. But a guy that I talked to in the league a good bit is Kurt Ben Kurt, who used to play here before. Yep. I actually spoke to him last night. Doing um, pretty good. Yeah, he Great is. Season started yeah. uh, over the weekend. Yeah. yeah, so he's done really good. Um, he's he's a guy I've kept up with ever since I was uh, you know starting to get recruited, and he went to Virginia and all that. So um, he's a guy that I talked to in the NFL. But other than that, man, it's just you know whoever. Everyone in my circle um, is kind of a mentor to me, but other than that, I don't have any really players like that. DJ Ford, Hold Nailers, hanging out inside the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, DJ, what do you want to fine-tune, I guess? What do you need to accomplish this last week and a half before you take the field against Appalachian State? Um, not much. Really just maintain laser focus and make sure I, you know what I'm saying, learn everything I can about them. Uh, you always want to know your opponent very well going into a matchup, and so that's my focus. How do you handle it with a, a QB you can see film on, but not in that Appalachian State jersey? So how do you handle that part of it? Do you watch I, old film on him? or? Yeah, yeah, I watch old film on him. And, um, you know what I'm saying, see some of the things that he struggled with, some of the things he does well. You know what I'm saying? You need to know your opponent, their strengths and weaknesses as well. And um, also watching their offense separately, like from last year. Yeah and everything like that. Hold knowing you, you're not waiting to game week to break down tape of App State. I'm sure you've probably been looking yeah. at it all along. What, what are you looking for when you do get your hands on some of that tape? And It's hard because it's a new team this year. Yep. Even though they got a lot of returning, I believe, 17 returning starters. When you look at tape, especially that defense, what are you looking for? There's different things you look for. I mean, one of the first things I do um, you know, during a normal game week, not really in an offseason, like you said. I mean, I've been watching them since two weeks after that SMU game last year. Um, but, I mean, during a normal game week, um, I have certain days where I do certain things. Like one day I'll do, you know, blitz pickup, stuff like that, third down, third and long, third and short, third and medium, um, then two minute on the third down day with it. Um, but then you just look at, you know, safety movement. Is there any indicators like that? D-line movement. Is if the three techs wide, is there going to be a twist coming? Just little stuff like that that can help the O-line out with. Um, and, I mean, there's so much that comes with quarterbacking and knowing tendencies and stuff like that that, I mean, I can talk about it for five hours if you wanted me to, but just little things like that, see if you can pick up tendencies. Is there a, a time that you want to get the ball released by? Like, you know, not a handoff, but a pass play that, hey, I don't want to have it more than two seconds. So like, I didn't know if there's – you always hear the, the great quarterbacks have quick releases and they don't have the ball very long, and that's why they don't get sacked. And you look at Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, you know, they rarely get touched because they're releasing it so fast. What's your goal as far as a release time? Yeah, with with uh, with quick game, um, you know, quick game is just one-step drop. You know, you got the slants, the hitches, the shallows, stuff like that quick game you try to get out in about 1.1 1.2 um you know that time with that protection that you're doing um in quick game which is really meant to protect for about two seconds or less um so if you get about get it out in that time you should be good and then drop back game you try to get it out you know 2.9 to 3 um if you have that time you should be able to get through all your reads and uh you know get it to where it needs to be on the flip side of that, uh, DJ, a defensive line can make the secondary look good and vice versa. You guys can uh, can hold your man and make the D-line look good getting to the quarterback. So how does that play together, and how is this particular defense doing uh, rushing the pass? Um, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. You know what I'm saying? D-line can help the secondary. Secondary can help the D-line. Um, I mean, our guys are looking great. Um, they're getting after Holton. You know what I'm saying? They're chasing him around all day. So, um, yeah, I mean – I don't know much else to say. 
Jeremy Lewis, uh, another uh, local kid looking good at that end spot. No, he has looked good. I mean, he's going to have a really good year this year. I think he's one of our better pass rushers that we have, and and he's going to downplay the secondary. But this is going to be the best secondary that ECU's had since I've been here, at least. I mean, it's the best secondary that I've went against in practice probably ever in my life. So he's going to downplay it, but they're looking good. Some high praise right there. Oh, I do. So, yeah, I appreciate it. And, and obviously, now Holden wants you to say how good he's. Like, <laughs> I mean, of course. Well, this is the best quarterback DJ's ever seen since he's been at ECU. I think that's yeah, fair, right? Yeah. He could guarantee that, right? Of course, he's only been here this year. But uh, no, he's that. That's awesome. And look, you want that defense holding on. I know we've talked about this before to be good because the better the defense is, that's who you're practicing against. Yeah. And uh, I might have screwed up the saying last week, but I think it's. Uh, it's iron sharpens iron is yeah. what i was saying and yes, uh, you want that defense to be iron because it makes you guys sharper oh yeah and, and during the scrimmage we were talking about who won the scrimmage and stuff the defense kept getting three and outs versus the twos the first couple drives and the o-line was over there hating hating the defense for that and hating the, the twos and they're like dude we just got on the sideline i'm like well just prepare like this is app state man hopefully they get three and outs too and we get back That's out true. there yeah. they're like we don't want to do this right now we'll do that we'll do that <laughs> september 2nd yeah in my eyes the better you know what i'm saying the better we perform the more opportunities they get on the offensive sure. side of the ball yeah good stuff yeah uh what else did you want to cover clip i feel like we're leaving something on the table i can't remember what there was something i wanted to ask but now i went blank i cannot get in your brain yeah, I know. <laughs> and unfortunately neither can i oh i know what it was i wanted to give you you were talking about we were joking earlier about you were saying how people just kind of uh will sometimes just stare at you in public because yeah. they don't want to say but there there's the quarterback <laughs> um if you want to come meet the quarterback this year after games you got a new setup and a new deal with sub dogs right yeah just come out with sub dogs i'll be there after every home game um i'll be there for about an hour or so just come out and, and so see if you want to come stare crew, so. at holton without his <laughs> helmet and jersey you can come to sub dogs after home games heck yeah that, but that's something DJ with me that's another part of this nil deal yep, that uh for sure you weren't able to do in past years yep. so that'll be kind of cool and look not that sub dogs won't be busy anyway but uh bound to pick up a few extra folks that want to stop by yes, and out. so that'll be good that'll be fun a few stalkers yeah <laughs> yeah dj maybe we'll have i'll come with dj we'll we'll put the whole band together heck yeah so clip after, after, after the fifth it. quarter we'll have a clip rock <laughs> sighting all the big celebrities will be there i'm i'm down yeah i'm always all we gotta dogs. just walk around the corner yeah yeah, yeah i'll be there all right, well, good stuff. Yeah, great Wrap stuff, guys. Are you excited? Uh, it really kind of – I feel the intensity picking up. And, I, you know, we're only covering it from the media side. But, boy, I feel like a sense of urgency, kind of the intensity. It almost feels like game week to us this week in many us ways. Too, yeah. You're only a week and a half away. You're a week from Thursday. That's what I was going to ask, how it feels as far as a sense of urgency, the intensity picking up now that it's getting so close. It is. I mean, camp's so intense, um, but it's intense in different ways. You're, you're really focusing on yourself, your team and doing all this and now it turns when you're when your focus turns and shifts towards another team and studying those guys that's kind of when you when you realize that it is here and that it's time and us playing on a thursday it's really you know getting upon us quicker than than most teams and and that's what i mean i i'm glad we're playing on a thursday and not a saturday so it gets here quicker bruce and xavier speaking like true tough linebackers like i don't care where we play i'll play in the backyard <laughs> how about you guys like are you excited to play in a pro stadium or does it does it matter oh you? yes sir i'm definitely excited and uh like hope mentioned um getting out of training camp you know what i'm saying like fall camp um guys are definitely getting like the level of excitement is rising tremendously because we're fired up about getting to play someone else versus our guys like our brothers that we train with you know what i'm saying 
all fall, all winter. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to go hit someone else. Yeah. So you're, you're enough of the beating up on each other. Exactly. Yeah, you're ready to take it out on someone else. And yes, Cliff, sir. that was a great Bruce Bivens impersonation, by the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like Bruce. He, uh, yeah, and he, very, sa- he said it today. Like, he does laugh and joke. He does. But oh, you, you, got, you got to pull it out of him. When you look at him, he looks like the definition of a linebacker. Yeah. 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 He looks tough. And oh, yeah. No, you just got to get him to open up. He's, yeah. he's a clown once you get him to. <laughs> Xavier I, has no problem talking. Oh, no. I know. Doesn't. It's funny. No. I, but I remember telling no one looked Bruce in the eye. You know, we don't want to upset him. We don't need him mad at anybody. Oh, you should God. see him on the field. Yes, yeah, for real. Field. In between those white lines, totally yeah. different. I'm, I'm not going on that field. <laughs> All right. Guys, good stuff. We'll yeah. uh, hook up again next week. It'll be game week, so we'll for talk sure. a lot about App State. It'll be uh, just a couple days away at that point. Hard to believe, but it is here. And uh, a lot of fun catching up with you guys each and every week in the Players' Lounge. We'll continue to do this all season long. Thank you so much for your time, guys. For sure. Thanks for having us. us. All right, there is Holden Aylers, DJ Ford, Troy D, uh, two great young men, and uh, looking forward to seeing them on the football field. Yeah, I, you know, you're going to be hearing a lot about these guys. Obviously, one, the uh, natural leader on the offense, and the other is becoming the leader of the defense quickly. Yeah, I mean, they talked about how well DJ Ford's been able to get acclimated with the rest of the team, and it sounds like he came in, did what he needed to do, and uh, will be a starter and will be counted on day one. Uh, the safety position and i mean you want to talk about size he even said it there kind of that there's not a ton of guys that play his position that look like him he's right. very tall he is uh he, for a safety he is a big he is a big frame as they say and look safety is a position traditionally here at east carolina we have struggled with clip you know that has been a weak point for this program uh, for a long time so i mean to be able to get a guy like dj ford with his size and his speed uh, that is a legit pickup for Mike Houston and company. Now, I am really excited to be able to watch this young man play and see what type of difference. Now, he can only cover who he's covering. He can't be everywhere. You know, you, uh, you got to well, have... You, well, Holden said it there. This is going to be the best secondary he's seen at East Carolina, and that's right. because you have Jaquan McMillan and yes. Jawan Powell and uh, Nolan Johnson, all those other guys in the secondary. If you have those guys step up and they're getting more experience too, uh, th- this could be, you know, this defense could be very legit this year. I think they take a step uh, from 2020 and with a full year of Blake Harrell, spring ball with Harrell, a fall camp that didn't get interrupted with Blake Harrell, I do think that uh, they take a step forward in uh, in 2021. I'm excited about it. Yeah, totally. Uh, i tell you what, let's open up the Pirate Radio booty bag here on a Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250, Chandler Honeycutt. Uh, what are we giving away on this Monday? And are you authorized to uh, name the prize? Yes. $20 gift, right. $20 Captain Special Car Wash from Pirates Cove Car Wash. Sounds like a All great right. one. And I do appreciate uh, Chandler, who's here anyway, but stepping up, and uh, Glenn also for their help today. We're... I was going to say, I meant we're a woman down. A woman. So, uh, surely hope for rejoin us tomorrow. But I uh, appreciate you guys stepping up. No problem. Got a uh, free car wash for you. Uh, what call do you want to do? Let's go caller number nine. All right. Caller nine. Sounds fine. 317-1250. We have our Pirate Radio booty bag giveaway and more when we return after this.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Save lives, be a hero, and make $1,000 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $1,000 in a month and save lives Save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. And congratulations to Victor Long of Greenville, the winner of a $20 Captain's Special Car Wash from Pirates Cove Car Wash. Keep your vehicle clean with the Pirates Cove Fast Pass with unlimited washes for only $9.99 for your very first month. Pirates Cove Car Wash, the ultimate car wash experience and the official car wash of East U Athletics with locations on 10th Street, Fire Tower Road, and Memorial Drive. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Flip Rock. All right, back with you here live inside the Pirate Radio studios, the final round of the Northern Trust Open, and uh, Troy is fascinated with Cameron Smith. Man, he's my new favorite. Yeah, he's my second favorite golfer now behind Harold Varner. But I took a picture of the... the, uh, the backdrop which looks fake almost so they're in jersey city new jersey and the green they're on this particular green uh right behind it is the statue of liberty yeah and just the coloring though with how how dark green the green is the the how blue the water is and how the statue of liberty almost looks kind of neon it looks fake yeah it's incredible like cameron smith had the lowest score at liberty national uh history on saturday he scored a 60 which is 11 under i'm loving this dude's mullet i mean he you just don't see that a lot on the pga tour no and he is rocking it like dana holgerson or something in his prime a uh, a skinny trim down uh, john daly with yeah. the the mustache but the, even longer the yeah. hair coming down the the back of the neck yeah and then you've got and who is this about this guy troy this guy with i would say the skinny jeans but they're like skinny like half warm-up pants half slacks eric van ruin they're tapered at the bottom like pajama bottoms you can see his ankles this is like a weird look i just don't know about these type of pants man i just look at that background that's what i'm saying that does not even look real to me the backdrop does not even look real it's incredible so this uh it's great visual yeah Everything about this tournament's awesome. The yeah. players, the pants, the backdrop, <laughs> the yeah. hair. We are locked in yeah. right now. I, well, to me, that's the more interesting thing because golf can be boring. Don't Wait. tell Molly I said that, but it is. Golf can be boring to watch, so I watch all the other stuff. Golf's Wait. the most exciting sport is, going on is in that, America is right now. supposed to be funny? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, is that supposed to be funny? <laughs> it's kind of like baseball where if you take and you move... It can be boring in some states or, or some some ways, and then you take it and you put it in the field of dreams. Put it in a cornfield, and all then of a sudden, it's everybody in the world wants to watch it. It's, it's we're it's, crying. It's right, sentimental. It, it's beautiful. Them turkey tears. Thanks. You said you were crying. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Chandler. Wow. All right. Uh, trying to get that producer chair. Yeah. Nice job. Quick on the draw. Gotta be on your toes, baby. <laughs> well done all right uh troy d how, how you doing you're excited about pirate football but you are uh captain summer so uh, how you feeling right now mixed very mixed mixed a mixed uh, bag yesterday was kind of a sad day for me because it's like when the kids go back to school you know it is i don't care what the calendar says i don't care what the temperature is outside 
summer's over. I mean, it's just the way it is. Now, for me, summer kind of begins like in in May. You get an early you know. start? Yeah, so I'll jump on it early. When the kids it's... go back to school, Troy D has to go back to work. He gets all sad. <laughs> That's what you're saying? <laughs> no, I've been, I've been working some. Uh, it's just, you know, it. the difference is it's kind of, you know, the kids can sleep in a little bit. You don't have to work. It, hustle and bustle. Completely different In the vibe. morning. You know, making sure they're getting there in time, and now there's traffic issues and everything. It is just kind of a sad deal. And you know me, man. I'm a summer guy. Like I am, I'm all about the summer. Summer, yes. And I finally, like, I just started to feel like I'm just starting to get my tan back. You know, Troy, you had that tan (sighs) several weeks ago. There was a few weeks ago you came in this jewel looking orange. You were orange (laughs) out. That was late May. That was July (laughs) fourth. I mean, uh, I may or may not have had uh, some uh, assistance. assistance. Yeah. Just this is all legit right here. Okay. No, like real, like you know, like beach sun. Have a few days back to back, but you know, I mean, I just, you can take your shirt off and go in the backyard. I mean, that's what I've been doing. All right, you know, well, you'll be good then. Yeah, but I, even now, you run out. You know, the days are getting shorter. I like it when it stays oh, light. Oh no, goodness! Don't even start that. <laughs> I'm just literally. I can. I, I can. I don't. It want, is the worst. The day that five o'clock is night is going to it's suck. terrible like the that worst. is the worst i mean it's the worst it yeah. is it's the dirt worst it's all, it's and, the, and the, the what's end. really bad is like 3 30 when you can start to tell it starts to get dark. oh my goodness like, man, it's 3 30 it's already starting like the sun's already starting to get Guys, seasonal depression we're still in august yeah. let's relax i know but it's getting shorter and shorter and shorter the days but i'm holding on to it as much as we can so <laughs> you got to keep the spirit alive yeah Troy. i will we really if you think about it it's gone by so fast this like year. you've got this weekend and then you yeah. you get next weekend because we play on thursday uh, yeah i'm super excited you about do kind of get a bonus saturday beach I'm, weekend I'm if you're very want, excited or about next or backyard or whatever you do get two saturdays off in on football. the couch in front of that football too. you know true i i'm really looking forward to that we, clip and i don't normally really get to watch uh, week we're one college football at home on the couch not working that's, yes yeah. yes sir that's the dream yes sir yeah kenny's saying don't forget about the cold what's worse Thanks, the darkness kenny. or the coldness of winter both time? darkness darkness see i think i could deal with the darkness if it wasn't cold like if it stayed 80 degrees i could manage a little bit it's the it's the, the bitterness of the cold is, is that gross. i can't stand yes. you're right Kenny. It, but then the combination of the darkness and coldness is terrible it's the worst time of year there so whoever loves oh i just love winter time there's something wrong i can't be friends with people like that i am uh uh and troy chris carter said you need a fall guy well guess what you got one because i'm your fall guy i i like the fall I, I respect that. I'm not going to take the fall yeah. for you. But right. You're I, my, I my fall like guy. Fall. Literally, my um, fall guy. You got your football. Fall. You've got my favorite. I figured uh, you as a fall my guy. My favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I love that. I mean, a lot I, of eating I love in the fall. All. A lot of eating. A lot of Sundays. I love a cool, not a cold, a cool fall You know, day. I yeah. like a good 52-degree day, maybe 40s in the evening with a nice pot of chili that and some football mm, on the TV. Yeah. I, that's I'll, good eating i'll give troy credit for uh for one thing what's that you never say it's too hot no i don't i don't you stick it's, to that there's been a couple days where it has been i remember a week ago i was talking to brett from sup dogs actually was in our parking lot and i was talking to him he was in his car had the ac blowing i was just standing this was a friday maybe a week or so ago and i was just standing outside just in, drenched in the parking lot for like five minutes and my shirt was like soaked through it was yeah. that hot where are your shin sweating 
Probably. It was a shin sweat day, Cliff. Oh, man. But I was not complaining. I'm just making no. an observation. It yeah. was that hot. But I didn't come back in here bitching and moaning. I didn't go, oh, give me a new shirt. So hot outside. You know what? I'm kind of, I like the heat. You it's only okay. complain when it gets dark, cold, and rainy. Dark, like, cold, it, rainy is it, my it, time it is. to bitch. Yeah. And it gets really sad in here when Troy's doing the show with like a toboggan on and gloves. Like <laughs> yeah, that's no, happened before. It has. And he looks so sad. Sometimes I can't get warm. <laughs> he looked like Bernie at the inauguration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looked all sad not, and depressed. Like it has nothing to do. Like that's not like, oh, I'm trying to be hip or no, just cool. Just, I'm freezing. Like I'm trying to, I have my hoodie pulled up, not for looks, but like I'm cold. Yeah. It's sure? a sad yeah. sight. I forgot about that clip. It's been so nice. Like, I love going out a summer night, even when it's like the, the sun's down at 9 or 10 o'clock. It's still 80 degrees out. That That is the best around. part of the summer. Oh, right? I love that. 7 to 10 at I night. I cut the grass best last time. night at like 8 o'clock. It was great. And, guy, it was like picture-perfect weather. Right. It was awesome. So, look, we still got a lot of lot of hot days, a lot of sunshine, Troy D. So Yeah. I'm not hanging it up yet. I'm yeah. just saying, today was the first official end of summer. Doesn't mean we still won't have warm days. Doesn't mean we can't still have some great weekends. You can see the end but now. Correct. The finish line is near. You should do yeah. like a ceremonial. Um, we should do an ending of summer ceremony. Hang, hang your sandal. Hang your uh, flip flops up. Well, and that's now uh, there will come a time where it's too cold for flip flops. I'll go back to uh, what I love the Adidas Ultra Boost. You know, when I'm not wearing flip flops, that's my brand of choice now. I'll go back to the shoes, but that's a sad time. Yeah, we're not there yet, and there eventually, eventually comes a time you got to lose the shorts. Were you ever? I really, I really push that till December if I can. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting that till Christmas if I can. So if I get cold, I'm going back to jeans or pants. My perfect, my perfect clothing on a daily basis would probably be hoodie and sweatshirt or a hoodie and some shorts. So I'm fine with that weather. When you get, if you can get that between Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's perfect. Yeah, it's good stuff. I know some people are like, oh, I love a brisk cool autumn day yeah me I just, yeah just <laughs> i'm the right big, here the bigger guys do enjoy when it's less like, than 90 yeah, degrees getting cold here <laughs> pretty soon it's gonna be really cold that's I, what i'm worried about i know that's uh that's you Ken, kenny wants to know how many days till spring should we start the countdown that's bring fine in the uh, now, whiteboard every you day is that, closer you know you're a summer guy clips a fall guy i think i'm a spring guy i like the spring because it's exciting there's a lot of new things happening i like that baseball's kicking up yeah. There's stuff out at, at the ballpark at Clark Leclerc. I, I think it's a time of like growth. Spring practices happening for football. I kind of I like the spring. Yeah. Chandler, I'm gonna say you are a uh, you're a big beach music guy. I'm gonna say you're a summer guy. I am, but mm-hmm. I also it's crazy because I'm a seasonal guy actually because I'm a ready seasonal for guy. Look, seasonal guy. What does that mean? So look, I like the seasons. When it gets cold. <laughs> And I've had enough of the cold, about two or three months of cold. I'm ready for the warm weather. I'm ready for spring. So you're saying you're by weather. <laughs> he's he's by seasonal. So, but right now, so how I'm do not going to lie. What season do you identify with is what we're asking. <laughs> right now, I'm ready for the fall. I'm ready for pumpkins. I'm ready for Halloween So you kind of get caught up in the for, moment, whatever right. it is. Yeah. So. You're trans-seasonal. You <laughs> I'm trans-seasonal is exactly what I am. But right now, I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for football season. I'm ready yeah. for a little cool air. I'm not ready for extreme cold, but I'm ready for football season and pumpkins and scary movies. You keep but, saying but pumpkins. What do you like about these pumpkins? Pumpkin spice latte. Is that what you're into? <laughs> Speaking of which, I had a friend who uh, lives in Wilmington. <laughs> she said the Hallmark Channel was in her neighborhood filming for an upcoming Christmas movie this weekend. 
it was a beautiful evening and a fun experience for all the neighbors. And she posted some pictures. And I said, I put, spoiler alert, this movie will be about a career woman who's too busy for love, but now she has to move to a small town where a handsome bachelor teaches her about the true spirit of the holiday. It starts snowing in the kiss. There's also a dog. That's every like movie every, on the whole. Every you've seen one, one, you've seen them yes. all. Yep. So there you go. Where is that at? Where did you say? Th- this was in Wilmington huh. that they're filming a Hallmark movie channel. I mean, now they have they run a bazillion of them, but they're all the same. But yes. they just have different sets, and they have different actors. Not even the actors are that different anymore. Sometimes them, it's the guy that moves have, to the city right. or the small town. Sometimes it's the girl. Yeah. And, but it's, and sometimes it's, they have the same actors in these movies, too. Yes. On the preview, they should be like, trust us, this one's different. But really, it's the same one you've seen. Like, wouldn't you like to see though. one Hallmark movie where it's like real life? I think Hallmark, like, what they should do is they should just go just all out in October. They're all normal Hallmark movies that end in horrific death. I, like yeah. it, it's, right. it's, it's October, it's, like a change of pace, right? Yeah. Yeah, like it's a, it's a secret. Yeah. It's a it's secret scary yeah, movie like they month. Fall in love, and then the dude's like a complete psycho, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then it's like if they're going to be a seasonal channel, oh my what God, about he's, October? He's not who I thought he was. <laughs> what about Spooky Month? <laughs> Those yeah. are uh, Lifetime movies you're describing, right? right. That, that is that, true. That would be a plot twist on the. You Hallmark can import channel. them and just change yeah. the font to something spooky, they and it would work like a Like just to throw a crazy Ivan in there, Hallmark movies that like don't end happy, like. I would they like break it. up. Can you imagine the letters and calls Hallmark would get? <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah. If like in, if like in January they just ran Depression like, Month where yeah. everybody broke up at the end of I've the movie. I've been movies. watching your movies for thirty two <laughs> yeah. years. I'll never watch another one. This one ends in divorce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like real life. Let's take a timeout, Jay Man. Our last one of the program, and we'll uh, come back and wrap it up on a Monday edition still of warm Radio outside Live. clip it is that's the good news you want to update real quick it's a smoker it is uh currently 80 91 degrees in the greater greenville area 91 i'm loving it all right take a time out come back more for you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center of Greenville New Extended Care Clinic is now open Saturday and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. so you can avoid the emergency department for any urgent orthopedics care. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Orthopedics East, providing services to Eastern North Carolina and the Pirate Nation for more than 35 years. And let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, fun show today here on Pirate Radio Live. And most of our show was the Bud Light ECU Report because we talk pirate football and uh, we recap the uh, the final scrimmage Troy D of fall camp. And now it's on to our game week practices and yeah. about time for the season. Man, if you're an ECU football fan and uh, this is not your favorite program, you're not an ECU football fan. And by the way, I mentioned it earlier, but we got tons of interviews on YouTube, Pirate Radio TV on oh, YouTube. So much content. From Media Day, Mike Houston, the assistants, yeah. the players. Great job, by the way, everything to our entire today. team yeah, out there. Absolutely. And you got me fired up about summer still being here. It's still uh, here. Not, I'm going to go back backyard and lay out when we get done. 
All right, there you go. Take Get that, some sun, baby. Take that image with you. Make sure you take a picture of your legs, Troy. I, I, I know. I have a lot of people love the uh, leg photos. So just giving people what they want, clip. Got to give the people what they want. All right. Uh, Big Dog, thanks for filling in today. Thank you, guys. Everything you do. For being here. Great job, Chandler, too. Chandler and uh, intern Preslin. 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 Making the uh, production room look a lot better back there there you go yeah. absolutely sunshine making it spell better back there day. too by the way yeah it does it's like a locker room sometimes yeah yeah you try and it balance sweaty it out. Back here. <laughs> yeah. beauty and the beast <laughs> all right let's uh head on out we'll see you tuesday three o'clock for an all-new edition of pirate radio live so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation